Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to level 230. Hey, the Wookiee knows what level it is. Whoop-ba-ba-ba-ba. And uh, welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. Zuh. Because you know what that means, friends. Zuh means friends. And I'm joined today by who, what other friends do I have? Let's be honest for all of you, uh, for all of you that listen to the podcast. You know, there's people on. But who are my usuals? Well, the usual suspects, Kaiser yeah. Soze and uh, no, <laughs> is uh, Benjamin Bluford Blue the Fourth. That's me. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Godfather Danny the Deuce. To quote Wookiee himself. Ba, 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 ba. You come to me today in this most suspicious of recordings and talk to me about business. That's not how it works. Ooh, that, was, that was much better this time. Actually, yeah, that was much better. Good job. Thanks, the first man. time was horrible, but that what? one, that was good. That was funny. <laughs> May your daughter's first child be a masculine child. No, no, you lost it. Well, that's not the Godfather. The Godfather, uh, you know, come here, Capricio, beginning to talk about the cannoli. There we yeah? go. There we go. I don't know. We freaking I love know. cannolis. <laughs> we we how, do love Nicole Nicolis. We love her too. But <laughs> how appropriate you talk about Nicolis on episode with the sixty nine news. The what? How many news? Sixty nine. Sixty nine, dude. Yeah. No, no, no. There, there's not sixty nine news stories. There's like thirty seven dicks. Wait, that's a whole different show. <laughs> sixty nine. Like, literally before the recording, Danny's like, I'm going to leave you and Blue alone till you're 69. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yes, friends, 69 news stories today. And I know what you're thinking, like, oh, that's a, an obviously dirty number, Wookie. Well, hey, there's an explicit tag on the fucking podcast for a reason. <laughs> but, <laughs> but really, uh, to me, 69 is actually not, I mean, it's dirty if you mean it to be dirty. But it's a classic Bill and Ted number. Like, it's total 69, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. And yes, I may or may not have tailored the show notes to uh, take it to less than 74, to 69. I might have done that. I don't know. It might have been 67 yesterday, and then, like, a whole bunch of stuff dropped. And I'm like, bah! And then I'm like, maybe we'll do this, maybe we'll do that. And then finally I'm like, no, I'm, I want it to be 69. Like, where I counted, <laughs> like, ten freaking times to make sure... And like it, it sort of took me on this little nostalgia trip, boys, because I'm like, you know, why? What is that? That number when I think 69, I totally think Bill and Ted. And I'm like, you know, going all the way back to 1989, like nine year old Wookie watching Excellent Adventure with his buddy Peter and our moms because <laughs> we were nine. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just when they're like 69, dude, I'm like, ha ha ha. But at nine, I had no idea what that meant. Like, I just knew Bill and Ted said it and they thought it was funny. So I thought it was funny. So, oh, yeah. Geez. You're so like, these me, numbers rhyme. <laughs> I know. It's like a Pisces symbol, man. <laughs> it's, it's like a, like an Aurora Boris where the snake eats itself, man. Or Ying and Wang. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yang and Wang. <laughs> hey. Funny. It's Yang. You get it right, Mr. Deuce. <laughs> I feel like your grandfather. You gotta show respect. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> so yes, uh, the long and short is. 69 news stories, and like me and Blue did 57 or something the last time, but this is just so much. I'm like, man, I, I need another friend to make this show even longer. Like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, here it comes. Fire hose news with a timer. Nope. Not happening. We're just going to go through the news stories. Some are going to get a lot of attention. Some will get a little bit. Uh, we'll round robin and let people talk just because that sounds right. But yeah, I just want to have a good chat with my boyos. Hey, yeah, we're wasting a little bit of time. We got like an hour and 40 minutes until WandaVision is on. And That's then they they leave me to crickets and they're like, the rest of the news is you, Wook. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just going to leave in the middle of the podcast. So you know, just, just, just to forewarn you. I'm like, all by myself. Don't want to be. <laughs> all by myself. Anymore. Bum, 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 bum. Waited for the drum solo. I need a <laughs> need the little one year old. We were playing drums with a with the tub outside earlier today. It was fun. Yeah, like I get it. Like little boys like to like you know beat on things, but literally like that, that <laughs> never goes away. <laughs> okay. Mr. Deuce, compose yourself. This is a serious podcast. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I take it more seriously. Yes, so serious. Oh Surely you can't be serious. Don't call me Shirley. There we go. All right. Uh, so now that we've uh, we've satisfied our Bill and Ted and our airplane and our Godfather references for the podcast, like that's and a thing. Min- and twenty minutes. <laughs> we uh, we should probably get around to talking some news. All right. News, 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 news. So news. much news. All oh, the news. How much news? News and oh, news. Okay. Are they wildebeest? No, they're just news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll get started with the triple F, the fantabulous fuzzballs. Focus. Uh, so many, uh, so many people come to the Laugh at a Fuzzballs Facebook group and post the news. And actually, uh, that's just so much to say. The the it's been popping lately. Yeah, lots that, of people uh, adding in. It's been really nice. Been really really nice, and I hope to see that continue and grow. Like if you're a member of the Facebook group, plug plug plug. Like add your friends as long as they're like cool people. Like yeah, bring them on, bring them on. And as long as they don't uh, use false equivalency arguments to talk about the Holocaust and other things, we're good. We're totally good. Does that that segue into our first story? That is just to say uh, we are going to talk about the elephant in the room before we go to anything. Normally I sort of do like by each person that posted chronologically, but – this is the some of the newest news that's been on Fuzzballs was just something we need to talk about, get it out of our systems, and then press on. And uh, that elephant in the room is uh, Miss uh, Gina Carano being fired from The Mandalorian after her fourth round of uh, of improper, insensitive, whatever you want to label it, social media. It uh, sucks. Yeah. 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 Uh, Three people posted about it on the page, which so usually you're like, it's like it's either a trailer or something like this where like multiple people post and you're like, yeah, people want to talk about this for sure. And I just feel bad for like the person that posted the same article I did and only got like three comments versus mine. Like that's just because, you know, it's 
It's whichever one's on top, honestly. Yeah, whoever's on top. Whoever's on top always. Always. <laughs> Mr. Deuce. You, sir, are too Power much. tops every time. Yeah, but uh, how... I don't... I don't. Blue, summarize this for us. Like, what, what's this all about? This freaking hot-ass skank. I'm so mad because she is hot, and it pisses me off that she is such a horrible person. This bitch... Fucking came on 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 the Twitters and and her little Instagrams videos and was like, you it's so hard to be a Republican in in this world. Like everybody treats us, it's just as bad as like the people who were silenced during the Holocaust. And I'm like, the fuck did you just say? Oh, <laughs> and that's oh, that's mad. That's not even as bad as it was. Like literally, yeah. It's, I don't even want to repeat Definitely. like. Her- I am her, definitely paraphrasing her idiocy on TikTok. Like, see, Blue's roommates are so mad about it. They're hollering in the background. <laughs> People are mad. Like, literally, I had a professor once say, these are wise words for you out there in podcast land. Don't ever compare anything to the Holocaust. Not even the Holocaust. Like, 100% true. Yeah, you just, you don't. And I mean, she when she made fun of pronouns, which was very transphobic of her, and it was it was more than just making fun of pronouns. Like, yeah, she got a pass. And then when she was like denying science and masks and and COVID science, like she got another pass. And then she spread electoral misinformation and she got a third pass. She didn't even get the three strike rule. Like she was still pressing along. And then like she decided to be like, man, I'm, I'm this is just as bad as people killing Jews. And it's not your bitch. It's not. <laughs> it's absolutely not. Uh, it's and I've like I told you guys when when we were in the group text, back to the the beep bop boop like pronoun bullshit. Then you see like an article come out with like Pedro Pascal introducing his transgender sister to, like to the world, and like during that whole beep bop boop bullshit. She was like, oh, well, I had a conversation with Pedro, and he explained to me the importance of this, so I'm just not going to do it, but I'm not going to use the pronouns because I'm a dumb bitch. And I'm like, and then Pedro Pascal, like, came out and called her, like, the indomitable Gina Carano, like, trying to, like, smooth over, like, all this messy peanut butter. And she just, for all I sense, she's just not a a good human. Like, (laughs) yeah, like... It's okay to have opinions that that people don't agree with. It is okay. It's uh, also completely okay just to like not talk about like insensitive and potentially like hurtful things on social media. You know. Yep. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, and like it's just uh, it's awful, and I don't know what's actually I know what's worse. Like she's bad, but like all the people like jumping on to like talk about cancel culture like in this regard. And I'm just like, I, I literally have jettisoned three people that I served in the military with, like, off of my book of faces. Because I'm just like, I don't have time for this. That's smart. Like, yeah, like, my my mental health is better than you, like, jumping on the wrong side of history, like, on this on this argument. Like, no, no, sorry. Like, it doesn't matter, Democrat, Republican, left, right. Like, no, your, your experience of people being mean to you or censoring you has absolutely nothing to do with the events of 1939 and 1945. They just don't. Even going back to 1933, like, no, sorry. Sorry, sorry about your bad luck, but uh, <laughs> that, that's just not true. And literally, like, two of the people I, like, unfriended and then refriended because I felt guilty because I've got some good memories. They were, like, my military peeps. But, uh, nope, like, uh, never, never compare anything to the Holocaust. And thank God the House of Mouse fired her. Like, thank goodness. 
I don't. I don't yeah, think I they had much le- left. Yeah, of a they choice. didn't really. They don't have a choice at that point. I mean, with as much garbage as she said already, there and you know, the House of Mouse is really in for the money. So if they want to continue getting money, they gotta nip that shit in the bud. So yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, I was seeing one thing where someone was saying that they worked. They work PR for like one of the networks, and for the Disney company to come out and call her behavior abhorrent, abhorrent, literally means that she like pissed off like somebody at the top, like Bob Chappick or Bob Iger, like one of the Bobs, because they're like when they bust out the thesaurus and use words like that, like that's like that's literally like you're blacklisted, like you're done. That's fair. Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, good riddance to to bad garbage, you know. It, uh, she's so hot. Damn it. <laughs> that, that's neither here nor there, Blue. Oh, it just sucks. Yeah, it does. It sucks that that it was a, a badass, awesome character. Um, but they can recast, really, if they want to keep the character. Absolutely. And I hope they find somebody who is even more attractive and more incredible. <laughs> or and more just talented, as, a better actor. And a better actress and incredibly or a ripped. Being. And a and a, and a three thousand billion times the human being that 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 bitch is, and I yeah. really hope she's ripped because that's hot. <laughs> or just go completely with a different actor and give her the Poochie ending, like Gina Carano died in space. Wah yep. wah. She died in space. There's her body in the background of one of the scenes, completely yeah. unceremonious. Just like her boots, like around the. The wall and green shirt guy pops up again, like, yeah, I killed her. She was stupid. Or <laughs> baby Yoda makes his triumphant return just to choke her out. <laughs> but instead of her, it's just like a really bad looking flop doll. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, that would only... be pretty funny. He's a full sentence, like, there's only room for one monster in this show. <laughs> <laughs> And Danny's like, woohoo! Well, I mean, he is the bigger monster, if we're going to yeah. compare monsters. I mean, talk like, literally me, I know me and, and you, Blue, and Danny, we've had conversations about this. And, like, I've been I've been on the train, like, for a little bit. Like, you know, you can separate, like, the bad person from the from the role. But mm-hmm. in, in this case, it's just a bridge too far. Yeah. yeah. She she ruined it. She completely ruined the whole damn thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's very sad because, you know... She she did have a very unique character and the character was written well. It just it's too bad that she had to be such a shitty human being. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean it it, it just it just is what it is. And uh you know, while we're while we're on that train of like a big F you to people, also F Joss Whedon, uh and Kevin Sorbo, like <laughs> definitely i don't i don't like you can go online to find out the stuff with joss whedon but there's more it's not just ray fisher like apparently like six different buffy actresses like indifferent either in support or actual things that happened and it's it's just man wow yeah yeah uh all these things are adding up to say that that maybe just like joss whedon is not a nice human like nope yeah, and Kev- Kevin Sorbo, I mean, like, I wish well, I could just highlight one thing that uh, Hercules tweeted, like, when Lucy Lawless went after him. But honestly, like, I went to his Twitter today, and his whole Twitter is a right-wing dumpster fire. Like, it, it hasn't it, been good for a long time. Yeah, and I'm just like, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> oh, man. Like, the only Hercules in my book now is that kid from uh, The Clumps, you know? 
There you go. Or the, or the Disney movie, I suppose. <laughs> Actually, I love that Disney movie. I just watched that's, it last week. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Bless my soul, Huck is on a roll with the shitty Twitter and he's saying awful stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was just weeding, weeding, weeding. He is a fuckhole, fuckhole, fuckhole. (laughs) I don't know. Man, I'm off the rails already. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yep. Let's get back on it. So, big boo to Gina Carano. It's not cancel culture it's consequence culture and uh we'll see what happens with just we did i'm sure that story is not done and uh kevin sorbo your career is over anyways and lucy lawless is better so moving on um, <laughs> Zena, Zena. i'm not Zena. i'm lucy lawless <laughs> <laughs> so getting to other news uh other stuff that i posted on uh onto the page um there's some galaxy's edge merch available at shop disney um, notable amongst like the 50 something items are Jedi garbs. So you can get the robes and the, and the smock and the belt. Uh, you can also get the exclusive pops. If you like the Hondo Anaka or the, or the Captain Rex pop or not Captain Rex, just, uh, uh, Captain. Well, yeah, it is Captain Rex, right? That's confusing. There's two Captain Rexes so. in the Star Wars universe. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There never, go. never put those things together. I think but it's yeah. DJ Rex now. Yeah, he is DJ Rex. Uh, and uh, he's still voiced by Paul Herman, who you may know better as Pee Wee Herman. Tequila. Paul Rubens. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there's also the remote control Bluetooth speaker DJ Rex, which I own and is awesome. And there's more stuff like keychains and merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. And I think uh, if you're going to have any takeaway from it, it's just that uh, there's going to be more, I'm sure, at least at least until uh, California Disney opens. So, yeah. Yeah. So moving on from the merch, I'll uh, throw this one over to Mr. Deuce. Uh, what do you think of the Godzilla versus Kong trailer? Holy snikes, is that thing ridiculous? <laughs> like, it's just crazy bananas. Again, don't know why they casted humans in this movie. Because they're not really the focus, but it's hard to dissect the trailer on what's going on because it's like, all right, first off, they're two gigantic creatures fighting, but then somehow, like, Kong has an axe, and I'm just <laughs> like, and then it shoots lightning, and I'm just like, I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to watch it. Like, ugh. Like, I think, is- yeah, just the fact that you watched a trailer says something, Danny. Oh, that's true. That is true. That is true. I do not watch trailers. But it's not like they're going to spoil anything because I figure, like, Kong with a lightning shooting axe and not a guitar, like, an actual, like, bone axe made of another creature's gigantic bone, (laughs) like, out of a giant humerus. I don't, I I don't know what's going on in that thing, man, but. Do do you find his axe humorous? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, i'm wondering where he does get that x from i can't wait (laughs) does it matter like he could just like pull it out of his ass and be like really did kong pull an axe out of his ass and you're like it's about it's about a giant i'm I'm guessing he's like 80 stories tall now like like multiplying in height they 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 did increase his height a lot, but you know, uh, a hundred hundred meters, so about three hundred some odd feet. 
I mean, between Vietnam and uh, 2020, he's had 50 years to grow. But who's to say that's the that Kong? Why can't this be like the son of Kong? Like Diddy Kong? Or Ding Dong Kong? <laughs> Dong Kong? Because they said at the beginning of his movie, he was just a baby and he was growing. Really? In in uh, Kong Skull Island? Yes. Oh, yeah. They said that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like totally missed baby. that. Yeah, they said he's just a baby. He's still growing, and and they were like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I I guess I missed that or forgot about it. So he's gonna be old man Kong. Yeah, basically. Well, he's gonna be an adult now, not old man, but he's definitely gonna be an adult. Okay. Oh man, but that almost it, is worth the rewatch of uh, Kong Skull Island just to find that. Oh, I'm definitely need... go watch it again. It's at the I want to say at the end of the movie. When, I, mean, I, uh, I love that movie. We saw, I mean, Heather saw it like right before a Kings game, and it, it was it was a joy. It was so much fun. Maybe it was after the Kings game, but yeah, it was really good. We enjoyed it. I'm gonna need a King Kong sized tub of popcorn. <laughs> Are you gonna make it at home? Um, I can. Don't you don't know what kind of buckets I have? I, I don't know about your buckets. <laughs> And you're, I don't know about your ducats, but oh, I do know buckets. about your fuckets. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dude, he's like, I'm just going to need a big old fucket of popcorn. It's going to be great. <laughs> All the fuckets. Definitely. Uh, Blue, I'm going to throw this next one over to you. The Superman and Lois trailer? Uh, pretty cool, actually. So I was really impressed with uh, the, the cinematography. The cinnamon topography, as my lovely lady likes to call it. Uh, <laughs> it, it it's actually pretty cool. I know it was made by the, the makers of the Flash um, show, but like a lot of the scenes look very reminiscent of like the movies. And the guy kind of reminds me of Henry Cavill, except like a cartoon. Because his eyes are so big. Like he looks like like a cartoon version of Henry Cavill. Like somebody <laughs> like wanted to draw Henry Cavill out of their memory, but they're not really good artists and they kind of have a, a problem with eyes. So, but he looks cool. I mean, he looks cool doing his action scenes. There's like this one where he like hero falls into the light and it's all dark everywhere else, but the spotlights are like there and he just like power lands. And I'm like, Oh, that's pretty rad. And then when he like lifts the car up, I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool too. Maybe this will be, Maybe this will be something, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, like the trailer is—it's like a teaser, really. It's just a minute, but I—I like the—I like the feel. I like the tone of it, and uh, I mean, it—it just—it—it literally looks like the the newer Superman with like married Superman with uh with this boyo, and uh, I'm here for it. Like I'm I'm excited for it. I I like Tyler Hecklin as as Soup in what he's done in the in the DCW so far. And I'm like, yeah, please, like, should be really good. What Looking do you think, Mr. Deuce? Um, I, I'm for it. I just, it kind of still buns me out because I don't think they're going to be able to shake the shadow that they're replacing Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. And it Supergirl is... was such a, you know, awesome show and and such a step forward to have a, you know, strong female protagonist on the scene. You know, in the front and center, and then now they're kind of that show's ending, and now they're bringing in Superman, who's like a spade, you know, of a card that they're throwing down, and it kind of just would overshadow like the C DCW kind of progressive movement of like trying to put female characters or 
correction, repeat, backup, more diverse <laughs> characters on the forefront of their uh, programming. I mean, I think, like, I was already interested. I, like, I am bummed about Supergirl, and I do think, like, part of that has to do with Superman and Lois. I think that also has to do with Melissa Benoist wanting to, like, move on with her life. Like, she doesn't want to be Supergirl forever. Like, she's, I think I she's probably already that, had right? her baby and, like, wants to enjoy her life. You know, yeah, and let her let her husband play uh play He Man in the in the cartoons and He Man. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think I was listening to a podcast of uh of Geek History Lesson, which is whenever somebody's like, "What podcast should I listen to?" Instead of plug and laugh at a fuzzball, I'm always like, "You should listen to Geek History Lesson," which is just me. That's 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 who I am. I'm not a I'm not a really good self promoter. You can ask Blue or Danny. But uh, no. they had an episode nope. pretty recent. It was episode 351, and one of the writers, and uh, basically, let me see, his name's Adam Malinger, and he's uh, an author and writer's assistant on, on Superman and Lois, and they picked their top five Superman stories. And I know this sounds silly, but the five Superman stories he picked were all great, and I was like, okay, like, he, he is an, he's, he's got his finger on the pulse of what makes Superman good, so it, it got me excited, you know, and, and one of the things that he really enjoys is Jonathan Kent and and married Superman and Lois and I think what I'm most excited is this Superman story has not been told yet live action. You know what I mean? Like they've they've done a bunch of other stuff, but this particular story of like domestic bliss Superman uh, hasn't been told, and I think it could be really good. I really mean, cool. I really hope that they do something good with that. But it's also Superman, so it's like oh, it's gonna probably suck. Uh, that's because you don't somebody's, like somebody's gonna die see the whole thing about superman is that superman is like the best guy right he's he's a really good guy and, and that's cool you know what i mean that's cool and you know a lot of people are like well he's got to go up against like the coolest bad guys but he doesn't the cool thing about superman is that he is so powerful give him some mundane things that he has to take care of, and then it becomes very difficult for him. So I think they could uh, really come up with some interesting things. Yeah, I'm interested, and unlike Danny, I like Superman, so there you go. But I, I, I would dare say, like, when you get into any superhero comic book like franchise, you should probably like the characters before you get into it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, just just spitballing here, putting it out on a limb. I don't know. Sino, stay with me. Sounds crazy. But, uh, yeah, so moving on to the next story, I'll uh, start talking about it. But uh, Taika Waititi, I shared that tweet about uh, him uh, starting Thor Love and Thunder with tributes and a ceremony celebrating Maori culture in New Zealand. And I just got to say, Taika Waititi is the best. Like, uh, I just I love him. He's so oh, yeah, great. it's great. Yeah. And like just uh, everything he does with like indigenous culture and like highlighting voices and like he's doing that in, there's there's no reason for for a marvel movie in new zealand to start like that like it's not like it's written into like kiwi law <laughs> like you know so i just uh i think that's cool i think it's really rad voice word i think he i think he makes it very special in that way too is like uh it's smart you know what i mean um from a from a perspective of like somebody who who likes to watch movies, when you have something like a feel good thing connected to it like that, I think it's really smart to just like, ah, oh, this is this is what we're gonna promote and this is how we're gonna do it. So uh, good job, buddy. And then everybody feels like they they fucking accomplished something. Everybody whacks off to each other and then it's good. You know, it's a it's a good feel good time that you can feel good watching the movie. 
for him. I I just I just like this like hey um me and my friend here we're going to uh, celebrate Mary culture and uh, film a Thor movie okay all right <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> so Danny throwing the next news story to you Harry Potter TV series in the work at HBO Max hey I I, I like how I'm getting tossed this headline. Because I haven't even seen all the Harry Potter movies. I've seen, like, the first one and then the first Fantastic Beast. But uh, <laughs> this, I think, could be very interesting in the sense that it's really going to, like, open up the Harry Potter universe. Because, like, Harry Potter, like Star Wars, excuse me, Harry Potter has the potential of taking place anywhere and have nothing to do with Harry Potter himself. Like, you can do wizards from all over the world. You can do demographic-based stories, and it'll be, an, it'll be a success. It'll be a hit. And it'll add just more to the tapestry than it is the wizarding world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, great. Like, I would love to see, like, a Japanese or a Chinese version of Harry Potter with those wizards and then, like, incorporate, like, the, their culture and have, like, fucking dragons and... And that weird lion dog looking thing like ha- happen like that'd be fucking awesome. And you just like mix in like that like a like, foo lion is that what you're talking about? Mushu, yeah. Like all of a sudden, like I'm feeling Danny's like so Scott Snyder's gonna write this Harry Potter and it's gonna be so metal. <laughs> <laughs> Harry like, Potter metal metal dragons <laughs> metal dragons. See, you just sold it even more. I don't yeah. know about Scott Snyder. I would like it, you know, somewhat of a cohesive story, but like, yeah, I think it would be, I think it would be fantastic. It'd be dumb not to do it. I mean, I, I get this 100%. Uh, Harry Potter is a very popular IP. Um, I do. Well, I, I don't, I don't know what the right answer for them, uh, considering JKR is a uh, transphobic thought, but, uh, and I just learned that word from blue this week, but <laughs> it was great. Yeah, uh, like, I I don't know. I, I It would be lovely if they expanded the universe and just strayed from stuff she actually wrote. And I think that would be the best way to do it. But we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I actually agree with you. Like, uh, like what Danny said, um, Harry Potter definitely has the potential to just be this amazing universe, just like the Star Wars is, um, because of the fact that, hey, these wizarding... Uh, people could be freaking anywhere. And yes, a Foo Lion would be absolutely awesome to see in there, but you, you have this potential to pull away from the dirty kind of horribleness of the person who created it and have it be for the fans and just give it back to them. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's great. And Danny, I will just point out in the second Fantastic Beast movie, there actually is an Asian dragon in one of the sequences, and it's one of the better parts of the movie. Um, there you okay. go. I've never seen it. And speaking of Asian dragons, we're going to move over to the next thing, which I'm going to toss to Blue. Blue, talk to us about the Raya and the Last Dragon trailer. So it looks really cool. Like the baby doing like martial arts and stuff is really awesome. But why did they make Elsa a dragon? I don't understand why they would do that. That's weird, right? People are saying that the dragon looks like Elsa from Frozen. It looks exactly like Elsa. I can put the face on the other face and it's Elsa. I mean, it's 100% you are Elsa. an artist. Yes. So, they so. took her face, they anthropomorphized her into a fucking dragon and they said, 
Here you go. It's Elsa. That's it, who it is. As long as she's an ice dragon, I'm on board. I she oh, looks like an ice dragon. Yeah. Have you seen her colors? I can't unsee it. <laughs> I I don't I don't have a good eyebrow to look at it. Only thing I will submit is you don't have to do too deep a YouTube dive to find side by side comparisons of like Jungle Book and Winnie the Pooh where they like straight like use the same stuff and then uh, Robin Hood and Jungle Book and Jungle Book and name every other movie because Jungle Book was basically them just taking stuff from other movies and like laying over it. Uh, still yeah, a great movie. Just rehash. You rehash all the animation. You save a ton of money and you don't have to pay anybody anybody anything. So yeah, expensive. The, that's that's the house of mouse in a nutshell. So uh, maybe maybe that's what happened. Oodalali, oodalali, galley, what a day. <laughs> <laughs> I think the trailer looks good, and uh, I just like I guess I don't owe anybody an apology, but I I like posted the thing and was like I don't know if they're gonna get my money, and then a couple of my buddies are like, dude, just for the representation, they're gonna get my money, and I felt guilty. Uh, I, I, my white guilt was very strong and uh, absolutely 100%. And I'm I'm gonna spend money on it because uh, you're right, it's important. I, I, I really strongly hope that the feeling I'm getting... Oh, yeah, it's definitely an ice dragon. It's Elsa. Anyways, I'm really definitely hoping um, that the feel I'm getting from this antagonistic bad girl uh, is that they're probably going to start dating at some... It's... F- Anyways, yeah, so yeah. Wait, Who are you wait, yelling wait, at? Wait, wait, wait. Nothing. Hold I was hold looking hold at the video and then... Yeah, because I was watching the, the trailer as we were doing it. Are you saying... Raya and the dragon are gonna start dating. I'm confused. No, Raya. No, I said the antagonist, the 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 bad one, the bad girl. I'm hoping that Raya and the bad girl uh, end up dating because uh, they kind of look like they have that kind of chemistry to happen. <laughs> okay, and I, I'm looking at people with the side by sides, and I, I guess I see it if I if I really want to, but not really. So <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> But, when but the blue... dragon becomes a human, she doesn't look like Elsa anymore. Well, good. So she she doesn't. <laughs> in dragon form, she does. And she's an ice dragon. But when she's in human, she doesn't. And that's good. I'm excited <laughs> for the movie. They've got my money for the Disney Plus. And uh, yeah, hopefully it's good. So oh. yeah. So the next news story, <laughs> straight from the Twitter of Neil Gaiman himself, uh, besides me having just supreme elation to see Gwendolyn Christie's name. Uh, I'm so curious for this. He said uh, seven seven castings are done with hundreds more to go. Uh, and, and another quote of his is, for those who like mystery, Sandman is huge and the cast is enormous and there are many mysteries remaining. And uh, this cast so far is great. I am still fist bumping over Gw- Gwendolyn Christie, cast as Lucifer. Uh, I like the Boyd Holbrook casting. Uh, Tom Sturridge looks spot on his dream, and I'm just, I'm just freaking excited for the Sandman. I, uh, yes. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. Like hell yeah. Yeah, to cool um, Spawn. <laughs> I think this is great because after Game of Thrones and how Star Wars did her dirty, I don't feel like Gwendolyn Christie was given an opportunity to really show how awesome of an actress that she is and she really could be amazing when given the opportunity so the fact that they casted her as lucifer in such a big role in the storyline is really going to give the opportunity for her to really shine as an artist so I, I just a, a bravo and applause this is going to come out 
it's going to be amazing, and DC is going to kick themselves in the pants all the way away from the bank that Netflix gets to have this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, definitely. Because Sandman is such a good, like, uh, book, series of books, and it's just, ugh. It's just such a good story. You know what I mean? And yeah. if they do this exactly how the the way that they're talking about how they how it's going down, like DC is definitely going to be like shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, then they're going to do a better cats movie than cats when they do the Dreaming Cats episode. Oh. And uh, it's just going to blow all of our minds. Our little little minds are going to be like literally anything could be better than cats. <laughs> I just watched a little bit of that movie today. <laughs> and. I I don't I like the musicals so I can I can disconnect. I uh it's still a a, a fever dream and, and an abomination, <laughs> but you know it's entertaining abomination. It's not. <laughs> and it the is only, not. Thing, only thing I watched was the opening sequence. It was on the television as I was laying the baby down, and I replaced the word jellical with genital because of blue, and it's so much more entertaining. <laughs> genital cats and genital too, and then. <laughs> yeah. So I was laughing. The only way the movie made sense to me because everybody was dance fucking. Yes, yes, I remember. I remember your rant. It was very memorable. But something we won't rant about, and I'm sure Danny's going to be excited about this. Ryan Coogler's Proximity Media signed a five-year exclusive deal with Disney, which includes a World of Wakanda TV show. Ebombe. Ebombe. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's so good. Danny, talk about it. Uh, so much potential. This is. This really could crack the open crack open the mcu just we get to explore wakanda some more which is a world that we just got a a little sasan of a taste of a little little taste little just a little little just, sip just a little sasan just a little sasan just a little bit sasan of just a flavor of of the wonderful world that is wakanda and kind of like now they're in a geopolitical climate where they're a respected nation, if this takes place, I'm guessing after the snap, they're kind of established as a world leader since Wakanda was kind of on the forefront of kind of the recovery during the years where half the population was gone. And now they have influence, they have power, and they could really deep dive and go really deep cuts of introducing way more characters into the MCU that we would have possibly never had a chance to see. Yeah, I would lose my shit if they released these shows on Sunday nights and called it The Wonderful World of Wakanda (laughs) on Disney+. Plus. (laughs) I mean, it would be amazing if they brought back some of the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters for an Agents of Wakanda spinoff and just kind of had like an international team. led by some of wakanda's finest yeah that would be uh that'd be pretty right and it would be great if it led into like black panther 2 so it kind of allows that would be pretty cool yeah you could lead up to the namor war by slowly uh showing the breakdown of diplomatic ties between atlantis and wakanda which would be amazing just that sentence alone made my head rejoice yeah, it could uh, could be really really freaking cool. I think so. I, yeah, I would I would dig it very 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 much. Yeah, with the shovel even. Yeah, yeah. 
could be could be wonderful, you know, very wonderful. <laughs> is that your is that your Wakanda voice? No, no. I got I don't it. do I don't do my Wakanda voice anymore because uh, it is insensitive, and I won't do that out of respect to uh, Chadwick Boseman and the world that Ryan Coogler helped uh, bring to life on TV or on the movie screen. Says the go. guy who was doing Gungan things earlier. Hey man, Gungans are fair game. So yeah, uh, nobody cares about Gungans. They're Sith. So, Blue, did you read that uh, John Favreau interview that I put up where he talked to the Writers Guild of America? Did not, as a matter of fact. It's a like I, I dropped it on there. It's a it's a it's a long interview that he did, and uh, he talks about writing Mando and and process and different Mando. things. It's, it's just it's a good read. I, the I, length is why I didn't read it. I was like, I've got <laughs> shit to do. Uh, TLDR, he he gives writing stuff. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, Blue, what did you think about uh, Tomb Raider 2 adding Misha Green, the the showrunner of Lovecraft Lovecraft Country, uh, as writer and director? From what I've heard of Lovecraft Country, the show is pretty awesome, and you guys couldn't stop talking about it for a hot minute. So I'm going to say, sounds pretty dang good. Uh, The Tomb Raider series hasn't always had the best luck with writers in some of the stories, but uh, it has still always kind of traversed the test of time if that makes any sense um she always just keeps coming back laura croft keeps coming back and uh that's because the idea behind the story is very good so i'm gonna say if misha green did such a great job with the lovecraft country show and it did do a great job then i'm gonna say hey props to you let's get that tomb raider going yeah i mean i i finally got around to seeing that the the remake with uh uh, Vic Kander, and uh, it was yeah, it was fun. I don't, I mean, yeah, it was entertaining. I'm gonna tell you that the the not the latest game, but the the newer version of the games when they rebooted the games is fucking brutal. And if they go in that direction, it's gonna be like go girl, like you're just gonna be all girl power for that freaking movie. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Um, um they, they they already have one movie based off the new franchise. Oh, really? Was it as brutal, though? Eh, I didn't watch it. Such a fucking guy. You're talking about the one with Alicia Vikander, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And, Walt- was... and, and my boy Walton Joggins. Nice. Yeah. It, it, uh, it, was, it was entertaining. I saw it full free. It was fine. And uh, uh, we'll see. Like, obviously, Misha Green probably has an idea where they're like, go picture. And we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. Go picture. Yeah. That's... Go, go picture. No, it's a it's a old timey uh, Hollywood like when the when they had the super studios like go picture, <laughs> go picture. So uh, activating picture, go picture. The, the next one it, it is news for me, but since I'm not the biggest gamer, I guess I'll uh, I'll push it to Danny or Blue, whoever wants to talk about it. But uh, what about that news of uh, a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game reportedly in development without EA or Bioware? Kotor. Kotor. I'm now. I am 3,000% happy that they chose to kick EA the fuck out of there, because fuck EA, but... Um, fuck EA. Yeah, fuck EA, but... Fuck EA. Also, uh, I'm really excited, because if they do KOTOR correctly, um, like, I'm... That, that was a piece of Star Wars history, you know what I mean? And the characters Literally. that came out of there are <laughs> the just name. so fucking cool... No, I mean, like, you know, like, you know what I mean, you asshole. Anyways, it's really fucking cool. The characters that came out of it were really fucking cool, and I'm excited. Yes. 
Uh, we don't really have much details about it, so to be continued. To be continued. Totally. Um, I'm done getting my hopes uh, up for Star Wars games, so let's just let's just see what they put out. Fair enough. I think EA for sure is doing the uh, the Jedi Fallen Order two, so good we'll see. for them. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I mean, I played some of it with Darth John. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you play it, Danny? Yes. Did you like it? Um, I like some of the auxiliary characters. <laughs> so I didn't really care at all for the main character, which is weird because he's the character I'm playing, so I should care about him the most, but he's really expendable. Okay. He's very vanilla. Like, I was like, eh, this guy can come and go. doesn't matter. I like this little droid pal. Eh. Yeah. I like yeah. the Night Sister. She was dope. She had some story. <laughs> I didn't get that far, so... <laughs> I literally got to where he was fighting uh, two, uh, two Darth Maul-looking mother truckers. There are three of them, and I kept dying, and I made John beat it for me. The Inquisitors? Uh, no, not the Inquisitors. The Inquisitors showed up at that one spot, but... Uh, yeah. No, it was the the Zabrak fools who were just uh they were uh Zabracking my bones. So Zabracking. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, the next news story is to me, I guess. Uh, according to Edgar Wright, he is pals again with Kevin Feige after seven years, and uh, this was cool. The article basically like he left Ant Man May 2014 after spending eight years working on the idea in some way, shape, or form, uh, and. Uh, the, the official uh, thing was the differences in vision. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Wright came out in 2017 and said he left because he was very excited in making a Marvel movie, but Marvel was not excited to make an Edgar Wright movie. And uh, the good news is him and Feige are pals again. And maybe maybe that could mean like a, a redo of sorts. Not him like doing Ant-Man per se, but maybe doing something else. And now that they're like, doing television and movies and like doing all sorts of crazy stuff with WandaVision. Like, yeah, there's, there's room in the universe for, for something Edgar Wright works on. Just hopefully it doesn't take him eight years to figure out what it is, you know? <laughs> what? Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, if you watch that first Ant-Man, like 80% of that movie is very Edgar Wright. Like you could see his fingerprints in that film. For sure. It's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. No. And he's a great director. I mean, he just probably wanted, like, Jonah Hill to be in the movie, and they were like, no. <laughs> if if I remember correctly, it was the dispute over the scene at the Avengers campus. Okay. Because he didn't want that in there, and Feige insisted that it be in there. Okay, that scene's great, though, so I don't know. I like it. I think that everybody wins in this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Situation. So, uh, Danny, did you see that uh, the news story I put up about James Gunn talking about his uh, collaboration with Taika Waititi for Thor Love and Thunder? Danny, did you see me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did, sir. What'd you think? I think, that, I mean, it just shows you how amazing the MCU is where it's a legit team effort, right? Because it's just like James Gunn, in the end game, you know, in the Guardians of the Galaxy part, he actually, in, or end, end game, and then what was the other one? Whatever, Infinity War. Like, all the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, they let James Gunn handle it, because that's, like, his thing. The humor and stuff like that, that's, like, his baby. So now, like... True. Th- yeah. And now that they're, it, Taika, Taika Waititi 
is using the Guardians for his film. Like, they're still using the collaboration. So that way, when these characters cross over into another project, they still feel and sense, like, those characters. So it gives it more legitimacy. It gives you that crossover effect where just, like, this it's not like a weird awkward version of star lord like it's them actually meeting and interacting and it, it still has that essence so it's, it's, this is this is i think a big win to mcu to show how grown that they can be where they can play in each other's sandboxes and share toys Right. I mean, I, I like that he's like, yeah, I gave notes. He's like, but Taika Waititi's doing great. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, and then, of course, they, they sort of had to come out and talk about it because there was the photos that came out of, like, you know, uh, Star-Lord and Nebula and Kraglin being there. But then, of course, there's the, the images of Thor and that freaking Thunderstrike jacket. Uh, oh, so good. Oh, and then freaking an, an audio animatronic goat. And for the record, Tooth Nasher <laughs> is better than Tooth Grinder. I uh, guess. Yeah. Why? And then, because I like gnashing better than grinding. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say they're nice. twins. They're exactly the same. But their names nice. are different. I would rather, nice. uh, like, yeah, gnash means you're you're messing people up versus just, like, needing a mouth guard while you sleep. You seem more of an, uh, a grinder, if you ask me. <laughs> I'm not a grinder. I'm not. I'm a gnasher. <laughs> I'm a gnashy boy, man. Gnashy. <laughs> Nashy girl. Nashy. Nasty. <laughs> you nasty. And then there's also uh, rumors that Gore the God Killer is not going to be a one-and-done bad guy in the movie. And Yes. All yeah. Yes. I'm just excited for all of it. And literally, I'm like, I, I'm super excited for my potential new favorite movie. Like, <laughs> Ragna Who? <laughs> That's going to be me after Thor Love and Thunder, probably. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, and really it should be called Thor Love and Thunderstrike. So, uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. And and just, yeah, I'm so gnashy. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. Danny, the next news for you is uh, you posting about uh, Cloverfield getting a direct sequel. <coughs> Who's getting a sequel? Cloverfield. Oh, yeah. Um, I like going back to our second story of monsters with... Giant monsters, man, kaiju. Giant monsters with electric axes. Like, this is great. Like, just monsters wrecking shit. And we'll see if it ties into the universe that they've already established with the with the Cloverfield Lane. Is this going to be, like, multiple invasions? Is it just one monster that just goes around wrecking shit? Like, oh, I'm, even I'm all on about the giant it. monster, there were the little creatures coming off of it and stuff. It's, the it's a full, yeah, it's a full-scale invasion. Like, this shit is happening. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm down. It's a, it, as long as it's not shaky cam anymore, because... <laughs> but Your motion sickness can't take it? Oh, bro. <laughs> it spin me right round, baby, right round. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, is it uh, like J.J. Abrams, I guess, is who came out with the news. Uh, the writer is uh, Joe Barton, who's working on the script for the Batman spinoff TV series. And then uh, it's sort of ironic because, like, Matt Reeves directed the original Cloverfield, but he's too busy doing a different movie to, like, direct the sequel. So we'll see. Yeah. 
did I, I came around late to Cloverfield and I enjoyed it when I watched it, but I've only seen it the one time. So, and I haven't seen any of the spinoffs. So, yeah. uh, I've seen a couple of the spinoffs. So there's only a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> there's only two. Literally movies. two. Yeah. I thought there was more. No, there's only oh, two. I saw them both then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so blue uh, threw in. I really next... thought there were more than just the two. But fucking, I guess oh, not. Okay. Shit. So uh, throw in the next news story to you, blue. What about that superb owl trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Ah, uh, you know, balls. Balls. So it sucks. No, Super Bowl. Super Bowl balls. Anyways, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier have a really good chemistry in the uh, in the trailer. And I liked it. Um, I don't understand why they're kind of taking it in the direction that they're taking it. Uh, I, I get what they were saying at the end of like the the little thing of, ah, oh, he's really like confused, and and the other guy is like really angry. But why? Why the fuck are you angry and confused? Like, just fucking do your job. Shut up. Do your job. You were chosen to be the fucking new Captain America. Just fucking do your job. Do your job. <laughs> And just get on with it. I don't know why they're they're fucking pussyfooting around everything and, and not getting shit done. I want to see the Falcon as the badass Sam Wilson that he is inside of the comics, and I want him to get shit done. I want him to be the guy who bent that iron bar in front of the kid and said, I don't know, seems fine to me, and then had the little kid go, oh, fuck, this guy is fucking crazy cool. And I'm like, yeah, because he's the fucking Falcon. He's fucking crazy cool. And it, anyways, yeah, that's that's my take. Um, <laughs> that was a, a, a spicier take than I expected, Blue. <laughs> it is what it is. I like it. it. I'm confused by it, but I like it. I I think there is more to it in regards to uh, people not being happy that that Sam Wilson is Cap, and also whatever's going on with U.S. Agent. A hundred percent. No reason to be mad that Falcon is fucking Cap. No reason. Agreed. But there the, are the there shield, are, bro. The shield comes with the burden. It's a lot of responsibility. You don't just get the shield and be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm Cap." Like, yeah, like literally, exactly, like the image. He's the to, no, no, no. Like image. Like, like Sam shows up as Cap, and then the Gina Caranos of the world are like, "Well, my feelings." Uh. <laughs> yeah. Guess I can't talk anymore. This is America. I can't put voice my opinion. Yeah, like America. We in America? I thought this was America. Why does the black guy need a shield? Yeah. Why's he gonna be Captain America? He's black. Yeah. Social justice warrior. When Falcon became the fucking cap in the comics, I almost cried. It was great. It's awesome. But I think they're just saying that I think there's more going on in the story than just all of a sudden he's like, man, I don't want to be cap. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm hoping. I think uh, I think it looked fucking awesome, and uh, Baron Zemo with the dabgum mask. Fucking look, Baron Zemo. Oh, the mask was so good. And I like I like Bucky and him like being uh, reluctant heroes. It's like it's de- it's like Lethal Weapon vibes, man. Like Falcon's like I'm too young for this shit. <laughs> and uh, it, yeah, I'm I'm all about it. And like I could watch an entire episode of those guys staring each other down. Just saying. So, so if, <laughs> if they're lethal weapon, then who's Joe Pesci? <laughs> Baron Zemo. <laughs> no, not Baron Zemo. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a Sharon Carter. She's Joe Pesci. No. <laughs> I 
obviously <laughs> Maria Hill. <laughs> Uh, it's it's good. I like it. Very very nice, Mr. Deuce. Uh, my, the next one's to me. It's just a. I, I threw up a plug. I did an episode of Tales from the Jungle Cruise with my buddy Kyle. Uh, season eight, episode four. His podcast is Tales from the Jungle Cruise, but it's C R E W S, so he doesn't get sussed. <laughs> uh, but it's also because he he talks to people that work on the jungle, the cruise of the cruise. Hey. So uh, I know if you're getting really excited thinking Terry Crews was on a podcast, sorry about that. Uh, but you know, you know who is on his podcast? Me. And if you want to actually hear me uh, talking about a side of my life I don't on this podcast, go on over and uh, and also listen to me talk about colonialism and the commodification of nature. And uh, yeah, yeah good times it was a good time and uh, the next news story just comes straight from that like literally in the middle of that like kyle's like yeah what about uh, john barenthal returning for another season of the punisher and i'm like what rumor <laughs> yeah we'll see is it not a official not it's official a, it's a rumor okay. not official not yeah. okay hence why i didn't post it I had yeah. John, I've met that dude, and he was awesome. I, I met him too. In fact, I talk about it on the podcast, getting to meet uh, John Barenthal and what a, what a loser fanboy I was. <laughs> and me it was really nice to see you. <laughs> That's what I said. It was really nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate myself sometimes. So, uh, yeah. Um, what else we got? Ooh, so... This one will go to Danny. What about uh, Mr. Tom Holland denying that uh, Tobey Maguire and Garfield are in Spidey Three? Oh my God, I'm it's it's I'm so tired of this Marvel playbook move because it's like overused and like obvious now of deniability. Everybody is rumored to be involved. And then everybody in the projects are all like, "Oh no, I'm not involved." And then like two months later, be like, "Yeah, we're in the vault." It happened with Tatiana Maslany with She-Hulk. It's happening now with Chris Evans, and then now it's happening again with Tommy or with Tom Holland. And then like all these people are like, "Oh, I'm news to me. I don't have no idea what what's going on." Even though there's like reports from onset of all three of them on, on there. Like, stop. stop. <laughs> yeah. stop. You're not fooling anybody. I get you're trying to keep some secrecy. It's not the world we live in. Just yeah. hide some things, but if if it's out there, let's just not show us, but just confirm it because I don't want to see anything. But it's, it's kind figured... of public knowledge at this point that they're doing an, uh, a Spider Verse slash Multiverse thing, thanks to WandaVision. So just stop. Yeah, I just I just want to know true or false. Were you excited by my Ghostbusters reference when I posted this news? Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, because that was one hundred percent for you, Mister Deuce. Thank you, sir. You're it's welcome. Like you, it's, it's like you know me. Yeah, uh, I, in my opinion, me thinks the Holland doth protest too much. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's 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 known as the guy that spoils things. So now he's saying, oh, they're not in there. I would know about it. I would know if Garfield was on this movie because there would be lots of lasagna. But there's no lasagna, so Garfield <laughs> is not in the movie. <laughs> and I wouldn't work on Mondays. <laughs> and he's like, Jerry Maguire is not in this movie. Show me the money. <laughs> so, uh, yes, like, it's one of those, like, uh, uh, there's been too much uh, cry wolf, I suppose. So we don't know. There could be a wolf that's going to eat us, or there could not. 
And uh, I guess we'll know if we get eaten or not eaten. Uh, that's a weird way of saying it, but yes, yes you're <laughs> right. I mean, and speaking of things that could eat you, I threw up today uh, an Orca Lego set, which is not an official Lego set yet, but uh, if you go and vote for it, it maybe could be. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks amazing, and I want it so bad. It's awesome. You're going to need yeah. a bigger toy box. For sure. I really, it, it just looks so cool. So I'm hoping, and people love Jaws. Why can't it just be a thing? Like, why why you got to vote on it? That's just dumb. Just make it. Dan- Danish people, just make it. <laughs> but I love how Lego does these creative contests. Where it's just like, if you build it and tell us how you built it and it wins, we'll build, like, we'll make it and put it out. Um, they, they, that's how we ended up with the Ghostbuster line. Like, it was someone made an Ecto-1, submitted it, fans voted on it and then they released like an official legos ghostbusters ecto-1 like they they do this all the time and it's just amazing because they're just allowing the fans to put out what content of what they want to see it's great yeah it is so we're switching away from news from me on the laugh of the fuzzballs and it actually just works out perfectly danny tell us about luchadors running for office bro oh man so Luchadors, huge in Mexico. Like, it's just, like, they're the celebrities out there. Like, and there's family lineages that go back into, like, the 50s, maybe even to the 40s. And some of them want to run for public office. Now, here's the issue. There's, there's a law in Mexico saying if you run for public office, you have to show your face. Now, the luchador tradition is you never take your mask off. You keep it on. And some of these dudes legit never take their mask off. No one knows what they look like in public. And so it's like a compromise that they're not willing to take. I think the Blue Blue Demon Jr., he's already said, like, if I can't have my mask on and be mayor, I'm not going to run for mayor. Like, it's so crazy. Like, this dude wants to be mayor. And he took up the mantle of Blue Demon, who was his adopted father, and his and his adopted father never took his mask off. He was buried in his mask. Even when he died, no one took his mask off. So the, the mask thing is like super serious inside this culture. So I don't know. I say fuck it. Let him run. What does I, it matter yeah. if no one knows what your face is? If you can do the job, do the job. Yeah, and in the article, there was a picture of Blue Demon Jr. as a little boy showing his face. So you want to see what his face looks like? There's that old picture. That's well, all you get. But it's not like... There's no anonymity, right? He's not just, like, a dude wearing a mask that no one's ever known of. Like, this dude's legit celebrity. Like, and no one else is wandering around pretending to believe Blue Demon Jr. Because you just don't do that. You just <laughs> yeah. don't. Like, they take that shit super seriously. So there's only one Blue Demon Jr. So if he was the, like, fuck up as as mayor, like, he can still be held accountable because he's still the only Blue Demon Jr. Yeah. So I say let him, but, you know, what do I know about politics? I just feel like I'm going to be oppressed from my beliefs and opinions. (laughs) Don't worry, Danny. I'm not going to cancel you about your uh, luchador opinions. No, cancel culture. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. I think you're good. You you weren't just like, let me talk to you about luchadors and Jews. So yeah, as long as that's not the not your party line, I think you're good. 
Oh my gosh, I don't know Having why. Having the door party? <laughs> I do not know why, but I just had the, like a weird thought of like Super Mario going... Yeah, you see, luchadors and the Jews, they are the same. <laughs> why? Why is it happening? Oh no! I don't know why, why it came Mario... in my head like this way. I don't know. Why could it be like Mussolini? I don't know. We're gonna like, move that's, right that's just the past first thing this. That came <laughs> and I don't want you to draw a picture about it, Blue. I just want to forget that this moment happened. <laughs> <laughs> Why is I don't Mario believe a fascist? It. I do why not believe Mario that. Be <laughs> That's why I voted for Luigi. So <laughs> Same. Luigi is far better. So the next news story, I'm just going to let you talk about it, Danny, because you posted it. And because you love you some Ghostbusters, that General Mills Ghostbusters cereal. Woo! So tasty. First off, if anybody's collected cereal boxes, I need to know some. I need I need some facts. I need I need the 101 of how to collect cereal boxes without having a bunch of flies in my room. Because I want one of these boxes. Like, this this is awesome. Like, it brings me back to my childhood. Now, if we can fast forward and get some motherfucking ecto-cooler in this place so I can get some of that green slime in my tom-tom, I'd be in. Like, let's just let's make it happen. Yeah, fruity flavored crunchy stuff and green ghostly marshmallows. Sure. And then there's, there's even some Twinkies called Muncher Madness. And Twinkies never yeah. go bad. Let's get let's That's get right. the Slimer ice cream with the the gumball fucking eyes. Like let's make this retro as shit. Yeah, let's man. do it for sure. So so boyos, we're at an hour already, and we've oh, talked no. about uh, 22 news items. Yep. So so here's what we're gonna do. I'm not no, doing not. fire hose news, but we're gonna go through the stuff. I'm gonna read the news story, and uh, if somebody has something they want to say, uh, I guess. Danny, you say deuce, 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 and Blue, what do you want to say? Um, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go skadoosh. Skadoosh. Okay, yeah. and and I'll just talk. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's so we can just get through these other 40, 40 plus things. So, uh, uh, Danny posted an article about a uh, Ghostbusters toys, and I agree that that Stay Puffed is nightmare fuel. Uh, but I kind of want one for my son. <laughs> deuce, deuce, deuce. Yeah. This thing, so like, this is the where's 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 the quality control in this place that they're releasing a play school doll meant for toddlers, and like the happy side of his face is like super adorable and like super cute, and then it flips and it turns into the angry face like right after the Ghostbusters shoot him with their proton packs like below the church. And he's, like, fucking angry. And they really did a good job with, like, making him look pissed. And I'm like, if I was a toddler, like, that would scare the shit out of me if his head went from, like, joyful cartoon face to, like, I'm going to murder you. Like, It's just, it's just going to make him tougher, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that therapy can't fix, right? There you go. As long as you're not trying to fix stupid, you're good. I mean, I just don't want my rights to, my, my freedom <laughs> of speech to be infringed on by your cancel culture. Fair enough. So the next news story is, is DC's Dark Knight's death metal is going to get actual metal variant covers highlighting such artists like Ozzy and Megadeth. And that, that that's your news story, friends. It's uh, it's really cool. 
look any of these look up more if we don't really talk about it if you're like ooh, i want to know more then look it up man it's like, on the page yeah, it's, it's on all, all this stuff is on the laughing up fuzzballs facebook group plug and, plug and, plug and the covers look dope so uh, the next one is marvel considering a show with agent Wu and darcy i'm gonna go uh man this is this is cool uh, Stephen Ford came up with an idea of uh, an Agent Wu X Files type show with uh, with uh, Randall Park's character and then with uh, with Darcy and uh, now you know he, he's known for the Teen Wolf show. He got his idea, but apparently he gets to pitch the idea and uh, it's gotten enough notice and, and traction that it's being considered by the powers that be at Marvel. And uh, yay! Like this is the opposite of cancel culture. This is just like cool. I'm 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 so all about it. They, they've been together for probably two episodes. Probably about like 15 minutes of screen time together. And they are such amazing to watch. They have great chemistry. I would love to see a variation of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with these two characters expanding the MCU. I would love if they did something really genius. Like do like little mini-sodes. Like 10-15 minutes. And just like, you know, drop them. Like... That could be so good. It could be so fun. You don't need any like crazy intricate plot. You just need to uh, carbon copy X Files and Marvelize it. Yes, sir. Yeah, could be could be really great. <laughs> just like oh roll, rolling up on like Iron Fist in New York. Like Danny Rand, what are you doing? And he's like punching. <laughs> and they're like cool. <laughs> Before since you mentioned it, are we talking about Iron Fist at all? In the news? We're not. We're not. Because I guess there's rumors that they're pretty much bringing back all the. Not adding to the story because we have 69 news items and we're not making a 70. I'm canceling canceling that, Danny. Oh, all right. (laughs) We're my rights. I got it. And and honestly, it's it's, it's one of the things that I I saw and didn't add, and I was like, I'll talk about it next time. All right, moving on. Uh, So we got Watchmen director Nicole Castle to direct a Wizard of Oz remake. Wild. Uh, to to quote a uh, a jingle from uh, Hollywood Babylon, no thanks, we already got one. We don't need another one. It's already been done. And yeah, don't sue good. me, Rob Garman. I love you. Um, so, yeah. No, I'm I'm yeah. good. <laughs> I don't I don't know what story they they can tell at this point. Yeah, I don't I don't know without taking it super dark. Uh, like like my beautiful wife said, why mess with perfection? And in this case, I agree with her. Uh, 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 and we're, we're not gonna debate debate the merits of a 1939 film, Danny Daniel. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just even with the the uh, abhorrent uh, treatment of little people. Abhorrent. <laughs> wow, Danny, way to bring it back. But I just, we don't, we don't. I mean, there's not. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the next news item is, I guess it's Remake City, uh, since we got news of James Cameron rebooting True Lies as a TV series with uh, Burn Notice writer Matt Nix. I mean, uh, James James Cameron did the original movie, so if anybody was going to do more with the property, uh, then it should be him, I suppose, right? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So nobody asked for it, but it's happening. So there you go. And who knows? It could be good. Uh, this is really exciting news, and I'm just going to preempt because I know Danny's going to talk. Bella Ramsey, a.k.a. Lady Liana Mormont, and Pedro Pascal, a.k.a. Oberyn Martell, 
to star together as Ellie and Joel in HBO's The Last of Us series. Uh, so good. good. your excitement sounds just as much as your disgust (laughs) with the remakes i'm so excited i'm disgusted of my excitement um (laughs) this is a a project that similar to sandman that's been dragged along for years being picked up dropped picked up dropped picked up dropped and now that they've officially confirmed a cast with with two main characters that I didn't even conceive would be perfect for the roles, but they just are like Pedro Pascual and little bear are like spot on. Perfect for this role. Bella Ramsey. It it just, she has a specific amount of grit and sass to her to, to make her feel like she has survived the apocalypse. That's all she's ever known. Grown, somehow survived and grown up through it and Pedro Pascual has the heart obviously because that's all he ever fucking plays because let, let's face it at this point he's being typecast as like the 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 tough but lovable father figure at this at this at this point of his career but is he not doing a fucking damn good job at it like it's gonna be amazing like now it's real this show's happening I can't wait uh, for them to recreate the best moments of the first game and the second game whenever I get around to replaying it because my PlayStation crashed and I lost all my progress, so I got to replay it. But, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, I I never played the video game. It's on my list of ones that I would love to play at some point, and I know there's been a sequel. So I think it's cool. Like, yeah, Blue, have you played it? Nope. Sure have. So Danny's the only one who's played it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, people people love the game, and uh, I'm I'm interested because uh, you know 2013 hasn't been that long. Like you know, like eight years. That's that's reasonably fast unless you're uh, <laughs> unless you're Edgar Wright and then you get kicked off the movie. Um, but yeah, like it's fine. <laughs> so the I, I'm excited. I think it's great. And and here we stand. I'm all about House Mormont forever. That's yeah. There you go. I stand Leanna Mormont. I do. So uh, there you go. So the next news story comes from Corey. Uh, this blue, just get ready to talk. Uh, Kevin Hart to star in Borderlands movie alongside Kate Blanchett. He's playing Roland in this Eli Roth directed film. And while you're there, talk about Jamie Lee Curtis added to the movie as Tannis. And you can also, since I threw it in the comments, talk about Jack Black voice, Jack Black voicing Claptrap. Dude, what the fuck, man? What is Eli Roth doing? I am so confused as to what the fuck he's thinking. Claptrap had a voice actor. It's a small robot. You don't need to change the voice. Just get the fucking dude who's not doing anything right now to just be the fucking voice again. It's really not hard. You don't have to bring in all these fucking actors. And and trust me, I don't like saying that because I I have a very weird fascination with Jack Black and he he makes my jimmies go. But <laughs> I I just uh, I just. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? <laughs> what was that? What? But, but the the other people in there, like Kate Blanchett, she's a great actress, and she's very pretty, but she's not Lilith. She's a little old to be playing Lilith. And then, what the fuck? Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis? I have no idea where they're going with this story. Is this going to be, like, way, 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 way in the future? Because it's going to have to be. 
if these character if these people are playing these characters, carrot fucking Kevin Hart being being Roland, did he get old and shrink? Is that what happened to the character? <laughs> did he did he lose all the muscle mass and a couple of fucking vertebra? I don't understand why they chose him to play the soldier guy. So I'm just I'm I'm just really confused as to where the fuck they're gonna take what was a perfect story and what they're gonna do. Maybe it's gonna be something really cool. I really hope so because the Borderlands franchise is just so easy to do. It's already made into a movie for you. It's already cinematic in in what it is. But you know these are all great actors and stuff. Maybe they'll do something great. I hope so. I hope they do something amazing, but as a fan of the franchise, I'm fucking confused as fuck. So, whatever, I guess. Okay. I I have a s- s- drunken memories of playing this game with you, Blue, when I lived with you. Um, I remember Claptrap, uh, and I remember a lot of button mashing, and you you beating the bad guys for me. So, uh, yeah. That yeah. happens. So, uh... Um... Can can, yeah. can can we come back to the point of uh, we're moving Jack on. Black Next. wiggling your Jimmy or whatever you said? <laughs> Next. No, no, that's gonna that's gonna go into the vault with uh, Mario and his deeply disturbing <laughs> fascist views. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, we're gonna move on to the next thing. Corey posted a, a really cool poll to see what was better: Mario Kart 64 or Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, and when I looked at it last, it was 40 to 13 with Mario Kart. So uh, the answer That's seems... because they don't fucking know what Diddy Kong Racing is. They're all too young. Diddy Kong Racing. Um, <laughs> if it was like between like Mario Kart and like a hot burning trash bag of garbage, like Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I just like 53 folks participating in the poll. And uh, if you want to drop polls on Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, do it. That's cool. I dig that. That's like a. I didn't even know the site had that feature. So right on. <laughs> I'm like, shit, man. We're doing polls and shit. Like, that's cool, man. I like it. <laughs> so. Diddy Kong I, Racing I never, had fucking planes. It was awesome. I never played Diddy Kong Racing, so I voted for Mario Kart. Like. As yeah. you should, because Diddy Kong Racing, smart man who doesn't yeah. get his dick hard over Jack Black. Fair enough. Corey also posted uh, rapper Little Uzi Vert, whoever the fuck that is, got a uh, twenty-four million dollar diamond implanted in his forehead. And uh, I think uh, I think I summed this up nicely when I was like, I need this, like I need a hole in the head. Wait, I get it. <laughs> these these fucking kids getting all of this money. It's, it is fucking wasted on the goddamn youth. Like, fuck that guy <laughs> in particular. He could have done so many things with $24 million. I could have an entire fucking business model ready to be making me $24 million other dollars than getting a fucking <laughs> diamond implanted in my goddamn forehead. Yes, fuck that it, kid. It's, it's not... Not, uh, not, I don't know. It just, it is what it is. <laughs> Somebody cuts it out of his fucking face. Uh, let's not wish violence on people, Blue. But Just uh, to get wh- the money so that they can save some people's lives. It's called Robin Hood. Do you know how hard it is to fence <laughs> diamonds? <laughs> so uh, the next thing, Corey posted that really cool School of Rock flowchart. And uh, I'd forgot about it, but I definitely, like, pulled up the picture and zoomed, and I was like, yeah, it's it's pretty legit. Like, somebody that, like, understood rock, like, made it. It's cool. 
I was like, thank you for sharing. And this one, like, I think this is all blue. Blue, what the fuck is Kuroko's basketball? I don't fucking know. Okay, so Corey asked if anybody was watching Kuroko's basketball. It is Hold an on, anime. I think I actually do know what Kuroko's basketball <laughs> is. I hope so. You kind of commented on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do know what it is. Okay. <laughs> it, is uh, it is ridiculous is actually what it is. It is like... Uh, so anime has this really weird trope of making like um, a, a bunch of sports anime... Um, like there's a boxing one and there's like a football one and there, there's all sorts of different sports. There's a volleyball one going on right now, but, uh, this, this basketball one, it's like, it, they make everything seem really cool and like, like mundane shit. Like, Oh, this guy's got really good timing. They turn it into like a superpower. Like, Oh, he dribbles the ball in at a beat where like it makes your feet stop. Because you're like trying to move, but you you get off balance, and you're like, oh shit! And he's like, haha, my secret technique! And then he like fucking passes you with the fucking basketball. And says, shut the fuck up! That's not, that's not whatever. <laughs> They're playing fucking basketball, and that's okay, how it so should you, be. But but the anime so you, is cool because it's you know it's fucking anime and whatever. So you don't like it, is what you're saying? I think it's ridiculous and over the top, but you know every once in a while you need something like that, so you got to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. The next news story is uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Justice Smith in the D&D movie from Hasbro slash Paramount. Yeah, why not? Like, I like that Hopefully Justice Smith... What? Hopefully it's as good as the first one. <laughs> That's a real low bar. As I said, I said in sarcasm. As I yeah. says, I says. I mean, Michelle Rodriguez, good for her doing something besides those those furiously fast movies. And um, I like that Justice Smith kid in the in the Pokemon movie. So, yeah. And uh, the bar is real low. So yes, it, it could be great. Get get some of those, like, critical role guys, like, right in the script. You know what I mean? Or, like, go find the Dragonlance writers. And be like, write a Dragonlance movie, please, and thank you. And, uh, yeah. Should that, be fun. Should that's be all fun. I got. So uh, Nick fun. threw up a, a plug for his pal, uh, pal's Outlaws Sizzles Reel. It's an Indiegogo campaign. Uh, you can you can look for it. Uh, basically, they're just doing a sizzle reel for it, and it's it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I like that. If you've got friends doing geeky stuff and you want to plug it, please do it. Uh, Dominique reshared an article highlighting that deep fake Millie Bobby Brown video as Leia. Uh, I I talked about it all with Blue. Uh, like. T- three episodes ago and uh if you like the deep fake video of millie bobby brown then check out the sebastian stan one which is even better yeah yeah for a moment uh this is a, a case of blue letting me and danny down but uh it's okay because roman debuted robo grogu i don't even know what the heck we were talking about with robo grogu it just was grogu with robot parts oh oh okay it's like At least Roman, Roman did it. Yeah, go Roman. <laughs> but but we still want to see your version of it, Blue. Ah, shit. All right. We we want a robo-revolution. <laughs> I'll robo some Grogu's or something. I don't know. Please robo the Grogu. And uh, Roman, good form. It was great. Although it was really cute. I showed it to Heather. And she was like, oh, he's a samurai now. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. cute. Like, Yeah, my geek life is better with my wife in it. Uh, Blue, you posted about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles going futuristically dark. Dude, 
TMNT is like going for it with these stories lately, bro. So they just uh, finished off the whole thing where Mikey was like the last turtle and stuff. And then they did some stuff with uh, a little bit of like time warping and uh, back in time to like save everybody. And now they're like, okay, cool. But it actually screwed more things up. So now it's like, somebody else came back with the same thing like shortly after uh with the the time staff or whatever the hell it was i think from the turtles three like biff from back to the future kind of but this person is a good person and not biff so you know whatever anyways so the person comes back and then like talks to the turtles and is like hey this is what's gonna happen we need to like avoid that shit how are we gonna do that and they're like oh fucking no but in the future uh basically like raf becomes uh, a vigilante and then he hates some of the other mutants uh all of the people in new york city have become mutants and it's like all the humans are now extinct in new york city it's like crazy uh huh. things are like happening all over the place and they have so many friends from like the old toy line and new mutants and and it's it's pretty cool leonardo's nowhere to be found Michelangelo became a journalist and said, fuck you guys. And he left the team. And then uh, Donatello was taken by some bad guy and turned into a a war cyborg. So now all he does is kill things. (laughs) It sounds really interesting. Yeah, it looks really rad. So uh, I was like, fuck, go TMNT. I'll be I'll be honest. I'm a I've been avoiding like all like mentions of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles after like somebody sent me this like comic and it's April O'Neil talking to two of her friends and she's like I need to admit something. She's like I finally did it. I had sex with Michelangelo and her friends are like what? <laughs> no, no, you you did not. And she's like what? Because he's a mutant? Because he's a ninja? Because he's a turtle? They're like no, because he's a teenager. Pretty sure you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and uh now whenever somebody brings up teenage ninja turtles that's the first thing that's in my brain <laughs> wow so so yeah i'm just gonna throw that out there so don't ruin neil's a pedophile got it in the comic strip yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next news story also came from blue and i can't wait for danny and blue to argue about this it is keanu reeves rumored as craven the hunter in sony's solo film directed oh, by jc chandor yes. john wick no. coming to show you how awesome oh. craven he's not and b it's a rumor <laughs> but what a an amazing <laughs> rumor no of the possibility sucks. <laughs> How, you're not gonna say that when he's john wick and dudes with spears and fish nets fishing nets if <laughs> if if he is cool in the movie it is three thousand percent only because of keanu fucking reeves i don't see the downside to this he is a beautiful man keanu reeves can bring out with his acting ability can bring out the true nature of the potential of the character. So you're not seeing Keanu Reeves being awesome on screen. Yes, you're you just are. seeing Keanu Reeves bringing the full potential of how awesome Craven the Hunter can be. No, he is not. That is My not most happening. excellent friends, I've come before you to hunt the most deadliest creature on Earth. I mean, you Man. don't want to hear his, his pseudo-Russian accent as he hunts down Spider-Man. <laughs> 
my friends, I used to talk British with Dracula, but I hunted him, and he's dead. Comrades. So now, Nosvadanya. <laughs> he was once the Baba Yaga, and now he's going to be the hunter. <laughs> yes. I, I The pictures side by side, I was like, oh, man, they sort of look like each other. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> no, they don't. They got beards. No, they have beards. <laughs> they I, got guess, beards. I mean, I guess we have beards. I guess we look alike. Dude, for reals. I, thank you. Thank you for finally saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on to the next news story. You guys didn't fight as much as I thought you would, but okay, we're friends. Uh, Blue, I've, I've seen this dark fan art of Jar Jar Binks from Kevin Cassidy. No, <laughs> no, it it looks cool, but it's 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 just fan art. It is Joe, it's... Joe, just hear me out. No, he <laughs> doesn't even have eye stocks anymore. Just, it's just, just no, just no. Hear me out. No, you said big doo doo now, Blue. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't I don't appreciate your Gungan face right now. Look, just hear me out. Jar Jar's evil. No, no, he's not. Okay, he's a bumbling fool. Uh, Gungan, they just, he just he got mixed up with some big bomb bad stuff, and he did his best. Just hear me and, out. Uh, he's evil. <laughs> no, he's not. He did it on purpose. How, how many pictures you pull off the dark web is, is not true. He did it on Pulling purpose. He's the evil. Dark web. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. He, he's not. That's still he's... My, my deep dark like conspiracy theory. But but he's not like poor guy like even like re- reading those uh there's the, literally nobody who would have hired him to be a fucking ambassador for anything he's an idiot he's not an idiot he's no a Sith. literally like the Gungans they were like hey we want to we want a Gungan to be like part of like the you know the the Senate Assembly and like <laughs> Boss Nass is like you sir saying we give her your judge you go bye bye. <laughs> If there is a character, if you're trying to undermine democracy to take over power and you want to show people that you can't trust it because it's full of bumbling idiots and you need to give me power and I'll run this correctly, Jar Jar's the guy you want to front to be like, this guy's incompetent. This is your elected official and he is an idiot. Trust me, I got this. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to make an argument for me that, like, Ted Cruz and Jar Jar Binks are very similar, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel mean, that. Like, Ted Cruz be the same. I yeah, agree. He, he doesn't doesn't even know anything about Princess Leia and stands up for Gina Carano, so obviously he's dumb. Yeah, uh, 100%. You're so but, dumb. Uh, Misa saying Jar Jar Binks did not deserve that, although the <coughs> the art looked cool. I'll give you that. Yeah, it did. It, it did look cool. I All knew right. it would spark a little controversy. I just wanted to put it up. <laughs> Misa no like the bad jamming. Okay, sir. That's enough. Yeah. So the That's next enough. news story is uh, from Darian. Uh, Disney shuttering Blue Sky Studios. And uh, it, it makes sense to me. I mean, they're not a competitor anymore. Disney owns it. Uh, I don't think they're wrong in that uh, because of COVID, owning a third animation studio is like not really economically viable. They have Pixar and they have Disney Animation. So they, they don't need the third one. And as I understand it, they're trying to find jobs for, like, the 500 people affected, like, trying to, like, you know, keep them within the company. It's not just, like, they gave them their walking orders or sent them a dear cast member email. So, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. 
Uh, they made lots of good movies. I just literally watched part of Ice Age Continental Drift with uh, with the young one. You know, yeah, they keep making those Ice Age movies, whatever. But I don't expect freaking, uh, you know, Citizen Kane when I sit down to watch a damn movie about a sloth and mammoths. So, <laughs> and, and like, Horton Hears a Who, that was really fun. Uh, Epic, I haven't watched that one yet, but I liked Ferdinand. I really enjoyed Rio. I just saw that last week. Uh, Robots, that was really fun. The Peanuts movie blew my mind. Uh, Spies in Disguise, I watched that with uh, with the Tyrannosaur like a month or two ago, and that was fun. That was really good. And, you know, like they they, they had a moment, and uh, that actually opens up an opportunity for another animation studio to like rise up to the top and like compete. You know, it doesn't mean that other animation studios can't make movies. So, yeah, like it just is what it is. Thoughts? It is what it is. No, it is. I mean, mm. it's their property, and why do they have to have so many other animation studios if Disney's known for one thing that's their animation? Right. I mean, and they already have another studio, Pixar, that rolls out hits. I don't think that they need a third one that does in between because that one was designed by Fox to compete with Pixar. Right. So there's no there's yep. no need for infighting. They can do all the same creativity within the house of the mouse. Right. Of course, they just assimilated it. Assimilated. <laughs> oh, we'll become Borg. <laughs> but uh, we're not going to debate the Prime Directive and of uh, course and and all that. Uh, the very last thing in the Fantabulous Fuzzballs focus is just Kyle. This brought me so much joy. He shared that Cowboy Bebop Simpsons credit sequence. It was so rad. It was. It's so, so good. good. I, I'm not a huge anime guy. I haven't watched that much, but uh, Blue had me watch the Cowboy Bebop. Man, it's so good. It's, it's yeah. And that, yeah. That, that was just very clever and creative, and we're checking out. And it's towards the top of the page, so there you go. Yeah. So that's all of the, the fuzzball stuff. We're just going to – I don't know how many more news stories there are, but we're getting to 69, friends. We're doing it. So this is uh, Let the Wookiee Win, where it's some um, Star Wars stuff. So – uh, I'm just going to breeze through it, and if you guys want to talk about something, you got to make your noises. So, uh, Mandalorian Season 2 Honest Trailer, it was a good Honest Trailer, and they usually are. In fact, uh, if I was going to recommend Honest Trailers, I just watched the one for Captain America's uh, Winter Soldier, and it's funny, because like, in the middle of it, they're like, we're just nitpicking, this is a good movie, and I was like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, But the Mandalorian, Mando Season 2 Honest Trailer, it was fun, I enjoyed it. Um, Alan Tudyk has said that he won't be in the first season of the Cast and Andor show. So what that says to me is there's going to be more than one season because they've said K2SO is going to be in it at some point. So, yay. You know what I mean? And they're doing big sets and they've got new directors in England. So, yeah, righteous. That's hmm. really awesome. Um, hey, deuce, 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 deuce. Go for it. This just kind of goes back to earlier. It's the them denying that they're not in projects and then. Alan Tudyk's gonna show up in the season fucking finale. Yeah. Don't trust him. Don't trust him. <laughs> yeah. Alan Tudyk don't say no to work. That dude's in everything. He's a space alien doctor right now in middle America. Yeah, we want to watch that. It looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe Alan Tudyk is it. Maybe Alan One Dick is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pedro Pascal uh, it was a fun quote he basically just was talking about like the expansion of the Mando world and saying like he knows what's happening or he's told um, and what the plan is but he's not allowed to share it well duh face uh, that they're expanding the world there's unexpected surprises and timelines um, 
uh, if the characters were to cross over uh, to be utilized in a way that isn't meant to be expected and he's not going to spoil the surprise whether or not characters are crossing over and yeah it's all good news like if 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 you didn't already know this and you need the beautifulness that is pedro pascal to tell you about it cool yeah and thank you sir your pedro pascal is just saying yes to everything and i'm saying yes right along with him <laughs> i really am i saw an uh, interview with collider jason isaacs was commenting on seeing katie sackoff making the leap from animation to live action and he weighed on on doing the same thing for his character he wants the uh, inquisitor and uh, he apparently had a great time while while voicing it uh and and like the experience that katie sackoff had so uh yeah, like you know, what? sure, but he's dead, so we'll see. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I I just like that J- uh, Jason Isaacs is like, for the record, I had the coolest wand and the coolest lightsaber, and I'm just like, okay, sure, <laughs> like, sure, sure, buddy, sure, there, buddy. There you go, Mr. Isaacs. Uh, have you? So there's, I don't know how to describe this meme, but it was really funny. It's basically a uh, Vader talking to Maul, and uh, you know, Maul's like. Oh, I got robot legs. And Vader's like, yeah, well, I'm basically a robot everything. I'm more machine than man. Maul's like, yeah, well, what happened to you? He's like, oh, I got got into a fight with a Jedi. He's like, but freaking, he took the high ground. And, you know, nobody never, nobody ever wins when the other guy's got the, the high ground. And I jumped and he sliced me in half and it really sucked. And he's like, uh, what happened to you? And he's like, well, uh, I, I actually had the high ground. He's like, and this Jedi, like, just like basically like, used the force and jumped up and like cut me in fucking half and vader's like man he's like that sucks and maul's like well who was the guy that that messed you up and and maul's like obi-wan kenobi (laughs) and then it's just vader's expressionless face and i'm like that's good shit (laughs) that's good yeah so that's uh that's me the the meme is shorter and funnier but uh i just appreciated it very much yay so i know know danny's gonna (laughs) Dang's going to deuce, deuce, deuce. But can we talk for a moment about Bill Burr getting a better Stormtrooper arc in 15 minutes than Finn did in three movies? <laughs> the man was robbed. <laughs> he was. Man, Finn, Finn was robbed of, a, of an opportunity to tell a great story. I forget who tweeted it. I pulled it off of somebody's Twitter, but I was just like, damn, it cuts to the bone. <sighs> I, man, it really does. Yes, it but, does. Uh, it's it's um it's sort of true yeah no it's 100 percent true yeah but yeah. at least they knew what uh what they were doing when they told the story and not when finn giving them lies telling that making this guy seem like he was going to be a a main character and then just brushing him off later yeah, yeah. i think like one of my one of the things that i i missed the most is i wanted more for finn i really did i like that character quite a lot in fact, I just watched uh, The Force Awakens like a week or two ago, and I was just like, man, I freaking like Finn. Like, I like him a lot. Like, we could be buddies. Yeah, and then, that makes uh, sense. And then, I mean, in The Last Jedi, I didn't hate, like, what they did for him. But, uh, yeah, then there's another movie. So, uh, oh, speaking yeah. of things that are better than that other movie, Mando Season 3 begins filming in Los Angeles on April 5th. So, hooray for Hollywood and the uh, volume making it possible to film this show. So yeah, good yeah. news. Yeah, good news. Expect, expect some rewrites. Why? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just uh, as, as we were talking, I looked. Apparently, like an article came out where it said uh, Disney has been trying to fire her for like two months, wow. and been talking to her about breach of contract and stuff, but like didn't have a reason where they were able to. And then she did them a favor. Yeah. And, yep. uh, well, 
from what I heard, what I heard, um, Disney was was trying to get rid of her, but Favreau kept going to bat for her. Okay. But at, at, it got to the point where you can't even defend her at, anymore. Like, well, it's just, sorry, you, you fucked yourself. I'm not 100% certain, but I think John Favreau is, has, like, Jewish ancestry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... <laughs> like, she got to the point where she's cool, no longer defendable. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, eh, you know, we we made her case. Fuck Gina Carano. Um, Mando <laughs> filming April 5th? Yay. Uh, there's some, the better. Books, some book news for Star Wars. Uh, there's a book, uh, Skywalker, A Family at War by Kristen Baver. Uh, it's going to be released May 4th for May the 4th this year. It's basically a book examining, like, the Skywalker saga as if it was a historical biography. They're going to trace, like, biographical information on the Skywalkers from the pre- prequels to the sequels. And uh, I'm really interested like it's it's different but i'm like huh sounds like a true crime novel involving the skywalker family and i'm like cool there's also february 2nd uh the second book or actually i think it's the third book for the star wars high republic it's called into the dark um by claudia gray who's such an amazing like star wars author so that's mm-hmm. out i'm excited i can't read it till i'm done with my master stuff done and then on march 2nd the third alphabet squadron book comes out victory's price so and then there's there's so many more like you can go online to see like all the they're just they're gonna wallop you with a big old stack of books so find a library that's my advice find a library ask them to buy the book and then read it for free or have friends and split the costs i don't know do the thing read the books because remember if you're a loyal reader you may not become a nazi leader (laughs) (laughs) that's a way to put it no, no, that's a, it's a, a Simpsons gag. It's literally like they're in the library and there's like a stand up of Hitler and it says before I was a Nazi leader, I was a Nazi reader. Oh my gosh, that is funny. It's the Simpsons. That's how you do a Nazi joke. <laughs> like the Simpsons, not like that bitch. Um, what else we got? Uh, John Boyega was in the news just basically describing his experience. Uh, being in the sequels as being in a big franchise luxury jail, uh, essentially just saying like he didn't get to flex his acting muscles. So he's like, basically was saying like, you know, you're very lucky to get the part. You're well paid for. You're well paid. You're well taken care of. But it's not, you know, it's not being uh, uh, an artiste. You know, it's just yeah. You know, that's yeah. Fair. So I think this is just biting the hand that feeds. I think John Bogega has made peace that he's not going to work with Disney anymore because yeah, he's not wrong. You know, being in those franchise movies does kind of lock you in, but they also pay for you to really do artsy shit on your own. You know, Adam driver has been doing these amazing small, like indie projects outside of the, of the newer trilogy. You know, Chris Evans, the same thing. You know, I I just think this is just him venting some more because trying to stay relevant because it's not like he's been casted to do anything since he came out against, you know, Star Wars Lucas films on his portrayal of Finn. He has a movie coming out pretty soon actually, I think. Is it? Yeah. Does he? And he's been in some other stuff, I think. So I, I don't think know. maybe he just got caught up and he was really busy and he felt like he didn't get to do the other stuff, and maybe that's the truth. I mean, it is the truth. He's probably missed out on other opportunities, but, you know, that car payment seems really nice. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate John Boyega, especially like what he's done for like activism and stuff. So, you know, I, I wish him well. I hope he does great things. And he seems like a talented gent, so I'd like to see him in more things. And that's that's all I got to say about that. Uh, there's also the, <laughs> that's the all rumor, I got to say about that. There's a rumor that the Book of Boba Fett is going to include some fan favorite bounty hunters. Uh, this is no confirmation of who, uh, but you know everyone is now filming at the mouth for Bosk and Forlom and Zuckus and Dengar. And I, for one, will whoop with glee if either Cad Bane and or Embo show up live action, <laughs> especially Embo. Like, oh, it's just Cad Bane. Can can we just like have Bosk die? <laughs> fucking slavers. <laughs> yeah, you can have him die when he shows up in the book of Boba Fett and somebody kills him. That'd be awesome, that fucking slaver. <laughs> Fair enough. The as as a loyal Wookiee, I also have my issues with the Trandoshans. I do. That's fair. I do. There's a long history of our people's fighting. So I, f- I feel you. But let me just say, if Embo shows up on the mother trucking screen with his big old hat, I'm going to, I'm going to, man, I'll just, just gleegasm. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Fucking Forlom. Get the bug eyed fucking droid. Yeah. Yeah. And the only, the thing that sucks is like, because of Mando, like we already got IG-11, so we don't need IG-88. Like if he shows up like, I'm a robot. I kill. Whatever. Just or, like, shut up. Or we can and just bring back Taika Waititi to do the oh, yeah. voice. Yeah, for sure. You're but right. I robot. I kill. Like shut up. We got we got to nurse and protect. Sucker. And then Zuckus is like, does somebody say Zuckus? And we're like, no, it's that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was real. What a <laughs> And Dengar's like, diaper head, diaper head. Yeah. Anybody need some TP? <laughs> I heard it's valuable really valuable <laughs> uh, I just want to say if anybody heard the rumor that Disney Plus is redoing the sequel movies as TV shows just stop already like oh, I saw this rumor like on several news sources it's recalculous it's dumb Disney has so much money invested in the sequel movies it's not happening I don't care how much you wanted to sorry about your bad luck not happening it's uh it's not. They're going to make other shows. And, and yeah. And they're going to continue to make money. Because people like Kylo Ren. They like Rey. They like Finn. They like they like the stuff. They like to like things. And uh, you know what? Just because you didn't like it, that's fine. Uh, the last... the What was it? The Rise of the Skywalkers? That movie? It's not my favorite Star Wars movie. It's not. Sorry about that. It's not. But uh, it's it's fine. It exists. I've rewatched it. I don't hate it. But it's not my favorite. And, uh, yeah. Why would we want to waste, like waste hours of our lives like rewatching like some retooled like television version of something like the snyder cut why why would we like i'll do it for the snyder cut you're right yeah (laughs) (laughs) at first i was like oh but you gotta give it no he's right no (laughs) no he's right thank you uh but in things that oh do you want to say something danny i think you, you said it best on the post it's just like People aren't thinking of the ramifications of them completely like resetting, retooling, or obsoleting the new trilogy. Because then you have this million dollar theme park that they're des- they designed after those trilogies, and you would have to essentially erase it and then retool it to cater to the fans who weren't pleased. Yeah, and that's just it's not that's not a thing. 
It's just bad business. <laughs> Super bad business. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 one thing to cancel anti-Semites. It is another thing to just make revamp television shows to to serve uh, a vocal minority. Yeah. So there you go. Other news, really excited. The United States Postal Service, Mother Trucking Heroes. They're going to have Star Wars stamps come spring 2021 with your favorite droids. You want some some forever stamps with R2 and 3PO, BB-8 and K2SO and DO and L337 and IG-11 and Chopper and a, and a Q21B droid and a Gonk droid. Well, friends, let me tell you, spring 2021, your dreams will come true. And, uh, and the forever stamps. Like, it's a good investment. Yeah. So uh, the last little bit of Star Wars, uh, I sort of already mentioned it, but Andor is new directors. Uh, it's Ben Carone, Susanna White, because they're filming over in jolly old England. Uh, and because of COVID and quarantine and all that stuff, they had to find British directors. So they did. Uh, one of them, Carone, has directed 11 episodes of The Crown. My wife really likes that show. Uh, he also directed Sherlock, which I've heard is good. And then Susanna White's pedigree includes some episodes of Boardwalk Empire, which I loved, and Nanny McPhee Returns, which I think was a movie. <laughs> so we'll see how, how their direction translates into this epic space opera that, that we're going to see. And uh, I'm sure it'll be fine, really. As long as uh, they have a good showrunner with a good vision, it'll all be fine. You guys have thoughts? Nope. Nope. So moving over to Flavor of the Geek, we're getting there towards the end. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen credited... Loving Star Wars with maneuvering her career to be in Marvel, uh, a big epic that entertains and inspires kids. So you know what? WandaVision's great. Elizabeth Olsen's great. Thank you, Star Wars. Right? Right. Elizabeth Olsen. You mean the best Olsen? (laughs) Yes, Blue. That's who I meant. Yeah. Best. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Uh, Titans Season 3 has casted their Tim Drake, and they've also casted Barbara Gordon. And uh, you know what? That Titan show, I remember saying I, I didn't think it was going to be great. I didn't know why he was saying fuck Batman. And uh, now I've seen two seasons, and I'm excited for the third. And I'm even more excited than now Tim Drake's going to be in it and that Babs is going to be in it. So cool. And I, then there's there's a new costume for Starfire, and there's uh, a twist for Jason Todd. So I'm, I'm all about it. I think, uh, yes, awesome. And it's HBO Max, like, driving viewers. So good on them. Um, Still gotta watch was, it, huh? Still gotta watch it. Yeah, but I told you to watch Doom Patrol first. Yeah, still gotta watch that. Cool. There you go. <laughs> uh, actor Rupert Penry Jones, who plays Gotham's mayor and Matt Reeves of Batman. It was just a fun story. He was actually saying how he did not recognize Colin Farrell on set in his makeup and actually mistook him for like an overconfident extra. And That's just funny. Like, who is this guy? He's so friendly. Like <laughs> the whole time. And then he's like, Oh my God, it's freaking Colin Farrell. And I was like, that's cool. Like, and, and there's the one image that's seen in the trailer where he's unrecognizable. And I just think it's great that he was unrecognizable to some of his cast members. <laughs> Pretty cool. And I love the fact that like, there could be just an overconfident extra. <laughs> honestly, like, honestly, I think the, the makeup that they did is just astoundingly amazing. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. awesome what they've done. I'm telling you, when I shuffle this mortal coil and all said and done, you can just put on my gravestone, overconfident and extra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, Zack Snyder released uh, some Entertainment Weekly images of Jared Leto in his Snyder cut. 
Uh, and also said that his original plans, you know, back before, unfortunately, it's sad his, his daughter taking her life, um, that his original directing plans was a Batman versus Joker movie after Justice League. Um, you know what? The Snyder Cut comes out four hours of whatever it is, March 18th. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to. I'm not going to lie to you, although I'll probably watch Falcon and Winter Soldier <laughs> first. Just saying. Um, and it, it, the, the, yeah, it's just I'm, Jared Leto looking different, you know, and he's yeah. I think he's doing his best impression of uh, Ledger's Joker in that photo. Uh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it, it's just like, it was like two shots, and I'm like, it doesn't tell me anything. I have to see it, you know? Well, I'll take your word for it, since I'm probably not going to watch it. That's fine. I'll tell you all about it, Danny. I'll spoil everything. Oh, um, I love it. I just had like a weird thought. I was actually watching Age of Ultron because, fun fact, after you watch ep- current episodes of WandaVision, like the first thing Disney Plus pulls up for you is watch Age of Ultron. You know, and then yeah. the funny thing, I didn't watch it on Disney Plus. It just happened to be on like one of the other channels, like a Freeform or something or AMC. And I was like, oh, so like we were like, I was doing homework, Heather was doing like work stuff, and it was on. And uh, I was just laughing, like Tony Stark, like. He's like, did, did I mention that I carried a nuke into space? And Rhodey's sarcastic response is like, no, you never mentioned that. And I'm just like, <laughs> like I literally want to go back and watch the, rewatch the Marvel movies just to see like Rhodey uh, and Tony's like reactions to each other because I'm just like picking up on some real great stuff. And then and then like I'm sort of laughing about that. And then I like audibly gasped, gasped because Tony's like, up there's the end game. And I was just like. Ah, uh, Marvel writers, like fuck you guys, like that was an <laughs> Age of Ultron, like and freaking like movie like number ten or something, like before. Oh, wow, like literally, like Tony like says it, and I was just like, bro, like golf clap, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like, <laughs> wow, like that's that's just yeah, wow. If only I could be that talented. Wow. So I just figured I'd share it. Uh, so go back and watch uh, Kong School Island for uh, when they said it's a baby Kong and watch Ultron <laughs> for Up There's The End Game. The Wicked movie, it landed a director, John M. Chu, who directed Crazy Rich Asians and is the director for the musical coming out on the Hibbo Max in the Heights. He was attached to direct uh, the Willow series for Disney+, Plus, but because of COVID stuff uh, and the fact that a significant other is expecting, now it's a little bit of a delay. Uh He'll wait for In the Heights, and then he'll have time to direct another musical. And uh, hopefully In the Heights is good. And, and and Wicked's, it's sort of like you were saying, Danny, with The Last of Us and Sandman. That's one of those things that's just been in the rumor mill for a long time. They've been wanting to do it. And this is the closest it's looked to it actually happening. And then weirdly, they're going to do that Wizard of Oz remake and Wicked? Question mark? But, no, thank uh, you. But I'm excited for the Wicked movie. It's Heather's favorite musical, uh, we listen to the soundtrack at least once a month. So, yeah, like, cool. And I, I rewatched Crazy Rich Asians the other night. Man, that movie's good. It's a good movie. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, and speaking of, that. Disney wasted no time uh, with John Chu leaving Willow to attach a new director. That director is Jonathan Entwistle. Uh I don't know his work. But yay for the show not getting delayed. Uh, this sort of proves to me that Disney is serious. They're like, okay, Mr. Chu, you're not doing it. So we're finding a new guy. Uh, the two works that Entwistle is apparently known for are End of the Fucking World and I'm Not Okay With This. I haven't seen either of those. 
But uh, apparently uh, the writing that he did, because he wrote and directed, is stellar. So fingers crossed for goodness for Willow Offgood's continued adventures. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited for the Willow show. And uh, I'm glad that they, they seem really serious for this to happen. I don't know why they don't reach out to Ron Howard. It just seems like a no-brainer, but I don't know. I don't know. I sure. mean, he already let, you know, has some sour with him after Solo. So I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I want to bring bring some fresh taste. Some fresh I don't know eyes if there's anything project. sour about what he did. I don't think anybody blames Ron Howard for Solo. So mm. maybe Danny, but he's wrong. So that's fine. Cancel Danny. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so it's great coming on, guys. I appreciate wow. you having me. <laughs> no, you know I got nothing but love for you, honey. So uh, the next news story is uh, Dolph Lundgren says Aquaman 2 is filming this summer. Uh, even though he's not even sure if his King Nereus is going to be in the movie. So big grain of salt. Uh, but it's interesting because he's also, you know, the dad of Mara. And last I checked on the internet, the petition to remove or recast her was like 2 million people. Like, yep. there's, there's like the... There's the petitions, which are sort of like, yeah, 30,000 people like want to go back to Disneyland. And it's like, yay, good for you. But when I see like a petition with like millions of people, I'm like, oh, oh, this is serious. And long and short, we don't know, but I am down for the continued adventures of Broside and King of the Brosian 2. So, yeah, please. Yeah, I yeah, am I'm, totally down. I'm like, recast Amber Heard. Please put Dolph Lundgren in it and let me enjoy more octopi playing drums. Dolph Lundgren is so dope. Seriously. Man. Next news story, Game of Thrones may get an animated series on HBO Max. But then I saw a news story where they're like, that's <laughs> not happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, pay no attention to the show behind the curtain. <laughs> Oh, this was really interesting. So one of my buddies actually posted this on his page, um, and I didn't want to put it on Fuzzballs, but I, I, then I was like, you know what? I have to include it. So did either of you watch Bridgerton? No. no. So I haven't either, but it's like the number <laughs> one show on Netflix right now. Like everybody's talking about it. It's like period drama, I think. But there is an actor on it. His name is Reggie Jean Page. And uh, apparently there is a, a pretty strong rumor that he is going to become the new Black Panther or a version of the hero in Black Panther 2. Uh, what I have learned about the actor, he is British Zimbabwean. So, you know, he fits the uh, fits the mold for it. And uh, it really got me thinking, like, you know, could it be a new person taking on the mantle? And I, I did a little bit of a deep dive and I have this idea. What if he's the white tiger? That would be pretty freaking rad. Right? Like, yeah. you can have Shuri, like, take over the mantle of, like, the Black Panther, but what if they bring in this guy, Reggie Jean Page, and they do White Tiger? Like, I remember, like, the first time I ever read, like, his stuff when it was going down, I'm like, what what the heck is going on? And freaking, like, Kevin Cole, like, it's, it, he is a really cool story. And, like, stealing Black Panther's, like, suit and, like, going off and fighting crime. And uh, I don't I don't know, like I'm sort of like in this weird like spiral where now all I want is a white tiger movie. <laughs> um, awesome. I don't know, man. I, and I said this from the beginning. I don't know why I'm talking like Elvis. Uh, I, I don't know. man. <laughs> um, I said this from the beginning. They're eventually going to have to recast for T'Challa. Um, it's just how the world works. I think you're. You're doing a disservice by keeping such an amazing character 
from influencing generations to come. Um, you know, that's not sh- overshadowing the work that Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman has given us, but he's such a positive role model and to keep him hidden away out of grief is not the right course of action. If we can have five Batman at one time, I think we can recast T'Challa. I I get where you're coming from. I also think you could have a Black Panther that's not T'Challa and still have it mean just as much. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they've had others, you know. It it can happen, yeah. So, yeah. And I think think the Shuri moving in, like, actually, like, presses forward and expands it. But we'll see. You know what I mean? But I just thought it was interesting. Like, he's he's so hot right now uh, with Bridgerton. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and I saw the thing, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, that sort of came from left field. And my buddy that posted it, he's not on the geek pages. You know what I mean? Like, that's not his thing. So when he dropped it, I was just like, huh. Like, this is interesting. And it wasn't we got this covered. I forget what the news source was. But, oh, no, just thought it was interesting. So two more two more news stories of the 69. Uh, we got the Powerpuff nice. Girls live action gets a pilot order from CW. There's no uh. actresses attached yet. But uh, it's happening. Whether you like it or not, it's happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's happening. You're getting teenage Powerpuff Girls, and they're going to all the people from Riverdale. And then uh, uh, Sabrina, the teenage witch, is going to get uncanceled and show up for some dark magic. I don't like and, it. Uh, I just want to see what live action Mojo Jojo looks like. Mojo Jojo! You know what I mean? <laughs> Like literally, I'm gonna. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like listener Dominique will probably watch it, and I'm like, tell me when Mojo Jojo shows up, <laughs> and I'll watch it. And uh, who knows? Maybe it could be Gorilla Grodd good. You know, <laughs> not just bad. The Triple G. good. Yeah, exactly. Do Do you really have thoughts you want to say, Blue? I just I I have a lot of thoughts, and I don't want to be loud, so. We're at the end of the... Uh, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do the last story, and then we're going to finish with you ranting, and then we'll we'll call it a day. Sound good? Sounds great. All right, so the last news story is just real simple. The Russo brothers are doing the Hercules live-action movie, and uh, in their interview, they basically said that this could inspire, like, 10 years of content since uh, Disney wants to get lost in content because they've got their streamer. Uh, and then, of course, the article was mistitled with, like, Russo say Disney live-action multiverse. And that's not what they were saying. They were just saying that the Hercules movie could end up with spinoffs and stuff. And you know what? The Russo brothers did real good with lots of stuff. And I heard that the movie that they made outside the MCU was also really, really good. So, you know, it could be fine. Like, bless my soul, the Russo brothers on a roll, undefeated. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's fine. Uh, I'm going to say all the things that we need to do for uh, the following up. But uh, after that, stick around. Blue's going to rant about Powerpuff Girls. And then the, the show's just going to mysteriously end. Sorry it's been two hours, but 69 news stories without us nice. Firehose news. That's the way it is. So uh, nice. laugh it up, fuzzball, podcast at gmail.com, at WookieRad on Twitter and Instagram. Blue is at BlueWolfD on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, the DeviantArt. Danny doesn't do that stuff, but you can reach him on the laugh it up, fuzzball's Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. If you're not a member, join. Uh, anchor.fm slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball thank you for staying with us for two hours while we went over 69 news stories but i think it's a shit ton of content and honestly with the three of us i would rather we talk and joke and do stuff than just rush through it 
while the fire hose news is really fun when i get the trio together it just it just doesn't serve any purpose to like you know uh, put like uh muzzle anybody you know what i mean so yeah. and if hopefully you're still you... here after two hours bless your heart yeah oh yeah and, and uh yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, shout out to my buddy Jerry, who's catching up on the podcast and, and setting up life in Washington. I hope everything's going good for you. Uh, and Christy Lynn, bless your heart. Thanks for joining the podcast and listening. You liked the last 10 episodes. Hopefully you enjoyed this one, too. Uh, she's like, I really liked it. I don't know about that Danny the Deuce guy, though. <laughs> that's, not what she my life. that's not what she said. Uh, my life. So that's all the stuff. But without further ado, we end with Blues Rent. About the Powerpuff Girls live action Powerpuff on CW. Take it away, Blue. Have you seen the Sabrina the Teenage Witch live action remake remodel? Yeah, like and how the, I, how I different they made it. Yeah, it was beautiful, right? I loved it. It was great. Was it anything like the original? Well, what's your definition of the original? Are we talking about the comic book, or are we talking Melissa about Joan the, the, Melissa Joan Hart? Melissa Joan Hart. No. Okay. Yeah. Was it anything like the cartoon? Do you remember the no. cartoon? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. It really no. wasn't. No. There, I, I am really afraid that they're gonna with this entire fucking thing, and it's not gonna be enjoyable. They're not gonna enjoy this. It's gonna be, it's gonna be bad. It's not gonna be great. It's gonna be terrible. But I have high hopes. I have high hopes that in their, 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 their beautifulness, they're gonna like look at the girls and they're gonna be like, okay, we can do something. We can, we can make these powerful female characters and not overhype or do something really ridiculous like over sexualize the characters or try to bring it into this new age and make them little thoughts going around their high school trying to screw everybody like the kids from Riverdale because that's what I don't want to have happen. I don't want it to happen. They're powerful, good natured people and they deserve to be the great, awesome people that they are. And I, I'm, I, I'm just really scared that that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to be like, oh, we're going to make a hip for the kids. And, and their version of hip for the kids sucks. They don't understand what kids want. <laughs> Is that it? I'm mad. You didn't yell. You weren't as loud as I thought you would be. No. Um, That's because my brother's trying to sleep, and I don't want to wake him up. <laughs> I think I, I think what the CW show is 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 missing, is the fact that the charm of Powerpuff Girls comes from the fact of their childhood innocence, the fact that they're they're little girls, who are so naive. And and lost in like learning how to be heroes because they're just kids. That's right. where the the heart of that show and those characters are from. So when you're trying to age them up, you're going to lose a lot of that in the new show. True. And it's mm-hmm. not going to have the essence of what it is, Powerpuff Girls, except for the fact the names. Right. That's pretty much all it's going to be them. They're, they're, they're not going to have any other costumes, but you never know. Um, with the Sabrina thing, I don't think that they did a bad job with Sabrina. I don't even think that they sexed it up too much from the original cartoon and live action TV show from TGI Friday or whatever the fuck it was on. There, there were little bits, but it wasn't like Riverdale. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like Riverdale. That's exactly where I was getting at. They just picked a specific audience and catered to that audience and they hit the small details and got it just right to cater to that specific audience so in that sense they could do that show justice if they chose 
the right angle. That's what I'm saying. If they if they have that kindness in their heart, they can do it. But they they won't. won't. They absolutely won't. But they're they're gonna ruin my my wonderful girls. But okay, it's gonna be swinging dicks everywhere. Yep. Yep. So hopefully you enjoyed. These uh, girls are just gonna have to walk through a blizzard of dicks. It's gonna be horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. I think I think we I think we found our title. <laughs> no, 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 no. Can, can, can 69, go, dude. Can yeah. we go back and investigate this Jack Black issue? No, we no. can't. Dang. We can't. It's I am, no, 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 no. I'm it's going to go. I'm it's going to, to I'm going to the garage. I'm going to the garage and I'm grabbing my shovel because I want to dig into this more deeply. You still need to watch WandaVision before you go to sleep. Okay. Uh, that's going to happen regardless of what time I find out <laughs> of what about Jack Black's tickles blues blue blue balloons. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued on a future installment of Laugh It Up Fuzzballs. Uh, Zumming's friends, and uh, I think I think the only way to uh, properly finish this episode is fuck you, Gina Carano. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>